Okay, I'm actually glad that we recorded right after that last comment because yeah. that was a little gross. Uh, so it's a uh, Sunday, Browns Day. Hell yeah! Uh, we don't know what's gonna happen. Well, some of us kind of know we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> athletics. Yeah, <laughs> literally, we're we're decked out in our Browns gear to pretend like we've been following and paying attention all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't own Browns gear. Isn't that crazy? I have one hat that was given to me. <laughs> Are you a Browns fan? I'm not. I'm a Cleveland fan, but I'm not a sports guy. Yeah. I, I was fucking tragic at him growing up. I just never got into it. Either. I'm not either. I'm honestly yeah. not. I don't really. Um, I like going to baseball games because it's fun to just sit outside. It's nice out. Yeah, I like the, that. Yeah, the event of it. Uh, yeah. Basketball is kind of a, a nightmare to go to. I don't really enjoy it. Football, same thing. I like the atmosphere. And I like watching the Browns. But, I mean, I get offered fantasy football every year. And I'm like, I don't know nearly enough about sports <laughs> yeah. and i don't yeah. care i'm already a little annoyed with this text <laughs> i am the opposite i my when i was I, when i was young my personality was just like yep i play was sports browns. <laughs> yeah just i play sports sports I, guy yeah i watched my fucking dad just go crazy at the browns on tv like those every are, i think that's called jocks right yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> the bros that was well that was kind of my like i remember watching sports with my dad but it was mainly hanging out with my dad like my dad really liked the celtics growing up like the larry bird and dennis johnson and robert Parrish. so that's what we watched yeah um i wasn't terribly into it but it's like i'm watching i'm hanging out with my dad yeah because he's the only guy i know <laughs> uh, Good dude. but then i'm but i mean i played basketball high school and college and i even even when i was oh, wow. playing I wasn't really into watching it. I wasn't into watching games I was in. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. I've just never really, uh, I like watching fights. I, I, I get into that, but. Yeah, that's entertaining. For the most part, yeah. I don't really at all. I just. You want to see real blood. You want to see two guys battle it out. Yeah. And like, like that could kill each other. Do you want to see a ref go, hey, don't hit him that hard. Stop bludgeoning that man. Yeah. yeah stop bludgeoning. We're going to yeah. take a 30 second break. <laughs> it is, it is funny. Like they do all these things. Then they're like, you can't knee a downed opponent. I'm like, why is that other yeah. shit? Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> is I, kneeing I, the downed opponent the worst thing that yeah. happened in this five minute round? I can round? get into UFC stuff. I remember actually like renting the old cassette tapes, like the first several when it was just like no holds barred stuff. Oh, that like, shit was dark. Like <laughs> sumo wrestler versus like jujitsu guy and like teeth would come out of their faces and shit like i remember that it was wild. Well, that's why they say how it kind of got started because the gracies wanted to prove to everybody that jujitsu was the best and they no one always really won, yeah. and no one really knew anything oh yeah because if you if you start grappling with someone, that's the thing that they said like if, I, I if you're remember, grappling with someone that's never done it it feels like you're drowning like you don't know what to do yeah. and no one knew what to do these karate guys and they were picking like some like you know, some karate guy that teaches karate, like, at, you know, Great Northern Mall or some shit like that. And <laughs> like they put him in there, guy. and he's wearing, like, those Brian Bosworth sunglasses <laughs> and shit. And they're like, mm, yeah, yeah, you can let him enter. Just and then they would just spot. take him down and just tap him out, and no one really knew what was happening. Yo, why are karate studios always in, like, the most run-down plazas, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it doesn't that. make any sense. No. It's It'll be, like, an, like, a law firm. <laughs> a check-cashing <laughs> like gas station, or, like, a, you know, dairy mart or something. Yeah, and then, like, oh, I'm going to teach your kid how to kick someone in the face. <laughs> 
Well, I've you, always wondered that too. You have to. You have to. It's your portfolio. You have to really kind of double up. Yeah. It's like we do insurance. And a little bit of karate. <laughs> so after class, if you want us to look at maybe saving you money on your car insurance, we'd love to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but in the meantime, get your feet off the mat. All right, yeah. no, no socks on the mat. Yeah. <laughs> also, can your mother do my taxes? <laughs> I never. There's actually a couple around here too. There's a karate. I think there's two. There's two karate studios in Lakewood. I think. Within walking distance. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe Madison, right? It's kind of by the. There's one. Well, there's one in Detroit for sure. It's because yeah. it's a, it's Korean karate. Yeah. Uh, and I, I only said that that's the name. I'm not saying anything about Koreans. It's just it's the name <laughs> oh, of the are, fucking yeah, store. I think you are Joe. All right, fine. In the past, <laughs> I've had issues with Koreans. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's a there, there's a Korean a karate studio, and then there's kimchi. <laughs> but the food sucks. <laughs> and then uh, I think on Madison, there's another one, and it's got a weirder name. But I only see kids in very. Seasoned adults going in and out of those places. <laughs> like I don't see super like like athletic looking people going in to learn. It's karate. such a no. pointless thing for a kid. Truly. Yeah. I, think I, so too. I took some karate. I remember nothing. I might, <laughs> we put we put our kid in. A, I have a nine year old, and we put him in taekwondo, and it, it's so like. It's it's just like teaching kids how to punch the air and stuff, but th there's nothing that he retained from that, you know? I think, yeah, the age, I don't know, because we actually have uh, kids' classes at my jiu-jitsu school, and some of them, I was just like, I don't know, I think they're just too young. Yeah, good. Because it's, it's just like watching two, like, like very unathletic jellyfish just falling all over <laughs> yeah. each other. You can do it, Brandon. <laughs> Yo, even if you lose, it's it's still, it's self-defense. Everybody like just, gets a medal kind of class. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Yeah. I think so. parents that put their kids in karate, it's kind of like a, it's not a thing like they want, they don't want their kid to be a karate like pro when they're older. It's kind of like a thing like, eh, yeah, let's put them in karate class. Kind of like when people, people in their 20s don't read. <laughs> but then they buy their first house and they have a whole bookshelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we put our son in karate classes so that he could kick through the hearts of his enemies one day. I mean, truly, that's what was my thinking. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of good parents are at too yeah. with that. Yo, like, how I bet I bet karate enrollment is at a all time maximum right now. It's gotta be Cobra Co Kai. Dude. It's, that show. My we kid were just rides about for it. it. But he that, loves that, it. that's what they, I was just watching it this morning. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's so they, but that's what they said when the original Karate Kitty came out, like the oh, 80s. Yeah, karate yeah. enrollment. Shut up. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, randomly, same thing with Top Gun. Uh, with, karate uh, the, involvement? Uh, no, not with Top karate. Oh. But with, <laughs> Fly, like, with the Air Force, I think. Right? <laughs> I was like, more pilots? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, I think the movie was uh, produced by the Air Force. To get was it? Open it? Yeah. To get enrollment up. Oh, one, oh. Of my, one of my army buddies told me that because no you know way. army people like know shit that we don't <laughs> good and bad he was telling me all that shit and i was like no fucking way or he that. made it up <laughs> i don't know i don't know dan <laughs> okay so that entire 60 to 90 seconds could be a complete lie but or it could be complete truth okay well, let's just go with truth because it's not kind of cool this is and be conspiracy cons theories yeah yeah i like that <laughs> well now that we've covered karate and an increase in pilots in the 80s <laughs> 90s. 90s. Nah. Top, Top Gun, Gun was, was made in 94, wasn't it? No, that oh, was in the 80s. Jerry Maguire, never mind. Common mistake. Common me. mistake. Jerry yeah. Maguire and Top Guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Cuba Gooding Jr. was in Jerry Maguire. Yeah. And then he was also in Pearl Harbor. Exactly. So that's how yeah. that's how I mixed it up. I so. get Vanilla Sky and Top Gun confused. Yeah, all, yeah. Vanilla Sky's great. 
That is a good love. movie. I do like that movie. It's fucking. And awesome. the best part about it, it's on TBS literally every day. <laughs> <laughs> movie strippy as fuck. I had to it watch is. it like three. Like I watched it as a kid, and I was like, I, I was like, what? There's a there's such thing as a false reality. <laughs> that guy's a loser. And now I'm 26, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's yeah, totally you, fucking you, real. Yeah, you can't <laughs> casually watch that movie. The end of it, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, is yeah, he yeah. dead? <laughs> is he alive? Is he rich? Is hey, his face spo- fucked up? Don't spoil it, okay? Something I can't. Lessons. I don't know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't spoil it. <laughs> Unspoilable movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do have a guest with us today, um, Ryan Hardwick. Thanks for hey. coming in, bud. Glad to be here. Yeah. Now you have kind of like five jobs. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. So, and here's how I kind of write. Obviously, uh, you are the owner of Black Hat Barbershop. Indeed, one half of ownership. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll get, I'll still count that as a full job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are musician. Yep. You are, or at least were, kind of like a comedian at some point. Did some comedy. Ooh, uh, I try. I dabbled. I dabbled. I really want to get into that. Yeah. we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Me and Brian. <laughs> here, but, uh, you were funny. Thanks, man. It and was also, tough. Holy shit! Oh, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. I, ne- I don't know if I could ever put myself through that again. But it was. It's crazy. The high of that too. You mm-hmm. know, like it's. I, I would say that was like a post-trial phase for me uh, when I wasn't playing music. You know what I mean? Like music, I, I've been in bands for over 20 years, and it's something that I just really, like, I I don't know, it, like, defines me, as corny as that sounds. Like, it's just something I take very serious, but... You like lo- the creation, the live aspect, the crowd aspect, yeah, and the performing. Yeah, I mean, I like it all, man. Yeah. I just yeah. obsess over it, you know? It's like, it's just... That's like my sport, you know. That's yeah. like true art to me. But, yeah. Uh, and you weren't doing music, so I was like thinking that yeah, was like a way was, to kind of get that fixed. For like, I don't know, not to like sound, uh, I guess conceited or something but i've always been like funnier in my group of friends and mm-hmm. like people have always told me to try it um i don't watch a lot of stand-up truthfully i i listen to podcasts a good a bit a good yeah. bit you know like um but i don't watch a lot of stand-up so i went into it pretty blind and like just came up with a bunch of bits and i like like destroyed like three in a row i did um the like storytellers thing that um zach Durr puts on yeah uh, was that a happy was that a happy dog? happy dog yeah and yeah, it was yeah. packed room and i i shared this really crazy story about being on reality television no wait what reality show were you on? <laughs> it was called love games it was a it was a train wreck was it mtv uh it was oxygen because <laughs> fucking anyone i love this oxygen yeah, oprah's it's channel so because anyone fucking watches Oxygen, right? Yeah, uh, it's like it's like it, when a, when a mom's sad, she watches Lifetime. When she's all happy, yeah. wants to party, she watches Oxygen. Okay. Yeah. Well, I tried to look it up, uh, but I apparently went to uh, it, was, a 2016 uh, Indian erotic thriller. So I don't think was that it. Uh, yeah, I was in that. Nice. I was a, <laughs> nice. I was a yeah. Indian erotic, Indian erotic <laughs> actor. What is what was Love Games? So, well, so uh, that's a whole story too, and, I, and I'll get to that. But I was going to say, like, so I shared a story. Uh, it's called like Fifteen Minutes of Fame about that story at Happy Dog, and I was like, yo, like, like, whole room laughing. I was just like, that's the greatest feeling of all time. Mm-hmm. That high. you know, it, it was like it like replaced that feeling of like killing a show for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, I could do this, and like, yeah. and like I was saying, Jimmy Graham's a buddy of mine. I've been watching him for you know years and he's fucking awesome he's so funny he's so funny and he it, like his level of comedy is right up my alley just like desensitized madness yeah yeah uh so I, I worked on bits for a bit and then um i did jimmy's show at winchester with brett actually brett shout out brett thomas um hell yeah and, and it went really well you know i met mary and all these people <laughs> sick nice this is good <laughs> 
Thanks for um, the shout out. I just might do the rest of the, the podcast as Brad. As Brad. <laughs> That's cool. Sick, Ryan. Can, cannibal corpse. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ryan, do you like Acacia strain? <laughs> That's what he asks every day. He loves metal, man. Yeah, but, but uh, no, that's that's fine. You're like the Swiss Army knife, of master jobs. of master of none. Yeah, I just <laughs> truly, I'm a dabbler, man. I like new experiences and like just trying things. I feel like you really figure out a lot about yourself by doing those kind of things. And, Agreed. Yeah. I think you, especially yeah. as you get older, you know, you. Uh, I think you start. At least I did. At least you start kind of finding out you want or need different outlets. In things to kind of, I don't want to say fill your time. Yeah. But as an adult, sometimes when you start having like responsibilities, which is horrible, you'll learn about it someday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, it's, it, you start kind of getting a little antsier sometimes. Yeah. And, and you start, cause I, same thing, like I played some sports, I played in bands, and then, and then you start kind of thinking about other stuff that you want to do. And then you start, like you said, like dabbling in other things, and you find things you kind of like in the last year alone. I mean, I think some people kind of just, you know, hunkered down and waited for it to be over and other people are like yeah no way i gotta start you know just kind of working on some other stuff you know it's like you gotta put some put some pokers in the coals yeah see yeah see what hits man not everything you do is going to be a success but you can try and then you learn from when it didn't work out and then you can try something else yeah yeah yeah, right yeah so when was the last time you you and i were speaking about this a little bit but uh when was the last time you did a set Stand up? Yeah. Oh shit, man. Uh, it was at Duck Island. I did a Thursday night at Duck Island. Oh. Fuck. I can't remember the dude's name. It, he was a super nice John guy. John Hensler, probably. Yes, Hensler. I actually used to run Duck Island oh, dude, Mondays. Yeah. That's a shit. I never told you the Duck Island. Yeah, you know that Mike. That place is a shit show. It is. I. I Where would so you do many... it? It's not even that big. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's. It, I have wild stories that I probably shouldn't share here about yeah, being at there's... Duck Island. But did you see the dude? The owner just of got Duck arrested. Island just got popped on a year for uh, after hours. No yeah. way. I think after hours. After hours, and I think he tried to bribe a cop. Yeah, I that's what it was. So surprised that's about that. Oh, I'm not. No, like. <laughs> is there whoa. some? Surely you just. Lit- I never would have thought. Literally, <laughs> literally just found this out yesterday. So yeah. we were kind of bouncing around. We went to uh, Forest City because I, I really like hanging out. That's such a cool place to hang out in. And it's right across, oh, across the street. Yeah, yeah it's right, right across the street. Right. And my buddy that was with me, he was hollering, was with me. Yeah. He tells me the story. He's like, did you know that? Because we've been in there maybe two or three times. It's a small joint. It's kind of cool to hang out in, but I don't know how they would ever do comedy or anything. Do they have bands? I've seen a band there before. Yeah. DJs. It's a, uh, it's a wild place. That, but that's the ultimate. That place is made for like people in the service industry. Oh, yeah. To have yeah. their own little party. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's all service industry. That you know how like you hear wild stories about musicians and like Hollywood and like all the actors. They'd all meet up and just get really trashed and have all these crazy stories. That's that's Duck Island for bartenders in Cleveland. It's a good. It's actually like spot on. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. I, I've like I, there's been crazy shit. I've had sex in Duck Island in the bathroom. No. <laughs> Shout out, Brett. Shout out, Brett. <laughs> oh, did that Great head, Brett. <laughs> it was sick. Yeah, he got a haircut from Ryan the day before. Sweet like, head. Do you need a roommate? Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you want to live together? Sweet and that's head. how it started. That's how it, it started. began. Yeah, that place is because you know, people don't know what Duck Island is. It's it's, it's hard like if you don't know where it is, you're not going to find it. That's kind of hard to find. I, I love how seedy it is. Truly, I do it's too. like a I it's too. a place I forget. It's kind of off my radar. But you're like, oh yeah, Duck Island. Like we yeah. usually try to go whenever we go to because I do like a lot of places. I love Forest City, especially when the outside's open. It's just a cool little place to hang out. Yeah. Um, and then my every time my wife and I, she's like, let's try Duck Island. Sometimes it's just like Saturday at seven. And it's just not open, and I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then other times it is open, so we would just try. We've been in there maybe two or three times. Um, they're always really nice. Uh, it's, it's a cool place. Oh, yeah. There's never anyone in there. My my uh, opening bit was like like Thursday night at Duck Island, and I'm not here looking for blow. Like what, <laughs> what am I doing? Because <laughs> it's got that vibe. To that was the other. Totally. Oh, that's totally it. Like I, I we I'm mean, just being in there. I'm just like I'm not in You're the like, blow. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure if I was in the blow, I could score some I'd pretty easily. Here. Here. Yeah, you just yeah. need to be in there. No one will like people there just have cocaine. <laughs> like I'll, I'll be there. Like, yep, yeah, I'm gonna have a drink do my comedy show yeah. the next thing i realized it was 4 a.m and i was like whoa everyone's still in here and we're about to go to someone's house yeah <laughs> i am scared <laughs> even the bartender the after, after yeah like the yeah the bar the yeah. one of the bartenders that like doesn't work there is just like yeah guys i'm having people over well that's what i guess <laughs> i it like it wasn't a successful bar but the dude made his money by having after hours so mm -hmm. it became this like giant service industry like Meet, you know, 2 a.m. Duck Island, and like it just like industry it secret, just got too everyone popular knows about it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess they got pop. I think I'm assuming because, like, I worked in the service industry for about a year and a half, and I realized there's a really big thing like, there's like an animosity from Cleveland, like, city bartenders compared to suburban bartenders. Like what? they like they don't like each other. Why? Like, I realized a lot, like, not, I'm not gonna speak for everyone, but my opinion. Oh. I saw it as like Cleveland bartenders, like yeah, we actually bartend. Me, yeah. We actually bartend. People at Applebee's, <laughs> they don't. Do <laughs> oh it's well, yeah. Or like people, like yeah, I'm a server at Cracker Barrel. Oh, did you serve six <laughs> Brutuses today? Yeah. Like, I, I was a bartender. We for ran out of like, blooming onions. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bartender for almost like ten years, like eight or ten years in the city. So I. I you didn't realize that you didn't think that that there was like an uh, animosity. I mean, I would definitely look at like bartenders at like. I don't know, like, you know, like the big spots like that or like a bartender at Dave and Buster's compared to like, like I worked at Liquid on a Browns game. It's just bananas. Yeah. Like oh, I, I would yeah. make my rent They're not that comparable. day, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I guess it would be different aspects of bartending, but I never really felt that way, you know what I mean? Oh, you, you, well, you seem pretty normal. Why are you starting? <laughs> I'm, pretty, like, I'm pretty chill. You're, yeah. yeah, you're a chill guy. <laughs> Why so, like, you... I met a lot of crazies and they'd be like, fuck Applebee's. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a bartender. I'm a mixologist. Yeah. I, I, I worked at a lot of different <laughs> I've met types that, that's of bars. I love talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, when people make bartending a real job, no yeah. offense, because I have a lot of friends that do that, but you know what yeah. I mean? They're like, take it really serious. Like, yeah. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Anytime I'm a mixologist, I'm like, oh, where do you bartend? Yeah, it was, those are the people that were telling, man, like, we do everything here. We live the dream. I'm not going to work in the fucking suburbs. That's bullshit. You know what I like doing? Pouring shots and cracking beers, man. Yeah. God, I love that. Just fast paced. Mm -hmm. Fucking like shook me all night longs on. Yeah, you get a groove. <laughs> I have multiple memories of the groove. I remember one time the restaurant was packed. I worked at XYZ. Shout out oh, XYZ. I worked there one day because oh, I worked at really? ABC and I worked at XYZ. I filled in like one day. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. I know everyone. I love, I love every Randy and Linda. I love. Oh, they're great. They're the owners. I love Mom, them. Mom, Pa, everyone dude, there. Yeah. 
But there was one time... I worked I at the Olive Garden. I bartended. I was a mixologist at the Olive Garden in Great Northern. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I was a mixologist. <laughs> Why are you trying to start an East Coast, West Coast fight between bartenders? it's bound to happen. Because it's been, it's been, it's 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 been building up. It's, it's been building up since the 80s. Yeah, you know how like the riots and everything are happening? Like That's going to be bartending in like 10 years. <laughs> Yo, let's trash that Fridays. It's going to be a gang. I would love to trash Trash a Friday. Really? We're losing our business to dollar margaritas? <laughs> Bullshit. We deserve more. Yeah. <laughs> They're taking her jobs. <laughs> I'm, I'm a such a sidetracker, by the way, so you're going to have to keep me on par. We're like not much better at it. Yeah, it's terrible. Joe's the best one at it. And, and I'm not good at yeah, it. Yeah, he's not good. <laughs> I feel like I never get to the point of the story. It's always just like constant. No, it's uh, cool. I mean, we've already covered uh, karate, comedy, <clears throat> gang wars within bartenders in the suburbs. Yeah. I think that's probably theories. it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. I think we've hit all the Comedy, hot... Comedy been... was cool, man. It was <laughs> <laughs> Timing. <laughs> Come let's bring this full circle here. It's all about timing. <laughs> comedy. No, comedy was cool, man. I uh it was extremely nerve wracking. I mean, I would my mm-hmm. heart would be out of my chest every time I did it. And like every time I did it, I would see so many people worse than me that I was like, I fucking I'm gonna rule the world. Like I'm gonna have a Netflix special in a year. Yeah. Like kind of thoughts. And then I did Brian's show at Lakewood Village Tavern. Which I I am such a critic of myself that here's where I fucked up, I'll tell you. Um I had a bit that worked and I did that like maybe two times in verbatim. But I just like I have like crippling ADHD and I wanted to like put in some of this like kind of new uh, like like White Claw jokes, because it was like this summer everybody was drinking White Claws. They just came out or some shit, right? Yeah. So I wrote all these jokes like day of, and I like tried to integrate them into the set, yeah. and I just blanked immediately. Because mm-hmm. it was like, you know, you walk up on stage, and if your first couple jokes don't hit, you go... Yo, like this is different. The this mental, feels different. the inner, the subconscious yeah. mental is what fucks. It's crazy, you up. dude. I still tell the same story about this too, because what you're talking because I've witnessed it. Yeah. So the first time that we did a live show, because we put on like some live shows, that's kind of where how I met Brian, is we were doing a live show at the Bottle House with like six comics. The first one that went up was uh, Angelo. Uh, Menage, Menage, Manage, Manage. It just spelled French. It's just every time I see it, it's like Menage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it just makes more sense to me. I did. I called him Menage a Trois for yeah. like six months. <laughs> but I, I've seen him, and I thought he was funny, you know. And I, I put him on; it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, no one was laughing. And that's not that's not an oh, indictment so of Angelo. It's just, it's just he is funny. It's yeah. not an indictment of him. Sometimes it's just not a crowd that's going to get because Angelo's a little quirkier and weirder. Sure. I think he's hilarious. But he was doing something like he's doing the entire set, and no one was laughing. I mean, it was and we there was a hundred people. There. Oh God, yeah. and, dude, but, it feels like a thousand arrows just shooting. But the thing fire. that was so impressive to kind of like on top of what you were just saying is you have to be like Angelo did not falter at all. He did his entire set. That's what's up. He did it exactly the same way. He didn't speed through it. He actually just started screaming at people. <laughs> like, yeah. why aren't you fucking laughing? Yeah. Yeah, and you got... He, he owned it, man. He just owned night. it. Because I remember he started going, and it's an eternity, because we're timing it to get the to keep the show oh, going. Oh, totally, yeah. The and the light, guy I was right? doing the show with nudges me. He's like, oh, this isn't going that well. I'm like, we'll see. And then he nudges me again. He's like... Wrap him up. He has six more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... That's only been ninety seconds. Yeah. Well, oh, but I, he, I definitely yeah. notice like comedians that I that would I would see do the same bits. Jimmy, for example, I would see do the same bits. I could like repeat it one of you know a couple of his bits in verbatim yeah. and see him kill those some nights. And then some nights it was like 
you know, you could hear a pin drop, man. Yeah. So it's just, I think it's just a, a cruel reality you got to get used to, but I just mm-hmm. don't know if I was cut out for it, man. You're yeah. not going to have your crowd every single night. <clears throat> it's just, you're Vill- not. Lakewood Village Tavern was tough for me. I have to host that every week, and not only do I have to worry about that, but I got to worry about the pandemic too. Oh, so dude. every Wednesday I am. I'm glad someone there is worrying about the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and they don't uh, seem like the kind of place yeah. that's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty yeah. much me. I, <laughs> I like. Remember, I'm just like Brian is the CDC the of of Lakewood Village. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really am. <laughs> you, you should have a hazmat suit. I right? really. I should just start hosting now with a fucking hazmat suit, face mask. There was uh, the night I I did it. There was a dude wearing an Indian's uh, jersey and it was unbuttoned. Oh, and I his, you me he that. was just like abbed out. Oh, yeah. Like pretty like hood kind of white dude, and I was just like, man, what a place this Some is! Wild. Ma- that that the Lakewood Village Tavern is where maniacs find out they're maniacs and they <laughs> accept it. They're like, yeah, I hit a woman once, and then they're like, I'm gonna have a couple beers with you, Chad. We're gonna we're gonna laugh. Yeah. <laughs> about that me that shouldn't have been woman. what brought us together. But yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> I, I've heard fucked up. There was a fight there two weeks ago. Damn. Yeah, yeah some think, dude just socked him. I think there's a fight there every two weeks. Some white dude that got was like some white dude that's too comfortable saying the N-word with a soft dick. Oh god, <laughs> He's totally decked like a forty five year old guy. Why does that still happen? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I like re- the twisted T guy, right? Yeah. I love it. I love that that was in Illyria. So I love good. it. Illyria is such a turd. Yeah. God, what a place. <laughs> it's a shit stain. I don't know. It's such a turd, man. As soon as I heard that white dude saying that, I'm like, oh, I kind of already know how this video I can't believe ends. dude didn't do it earlier, yeah, truly. Like, I, I, I he showed that. a lot of restraint. Yeah. I, I know it's hard to even use the word restraint when you're talking about that video, but that video was, that went on that dude 60 seconds him, longer than it probably should have. Absolutely. Yeah. He gave him a uh, benefit of the doubt. You, you could tell that was it was build up rage, like, I shouldn't do it, I shouldn't do it. Then when you saw him do the flip, oh yeah, you Here saw him flip it and it failed and the guy kicked it, he goes, I'm totally smacking the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> well, and then you gotta keep in mind too, the reason that there's a video of that is because someone saw it and was like, this is not gonna end well. Yeah, yeah I need to record. recording it. <laughs> this guy's been running his mouth too much. Yeah. And he clearly is one of those dudes that runs his mouth because he thinks he has like some past that doesn't exist. Yeah. And he's going to get what's coming to him. Mm-hmm. And he did. I mean, Fuck. what are you going to do? We need more twisted T guys in this world. <laughs> well, there's another one. Aside from like, we were talking about how, like, how many Twisted Tees sold in the next three weeks after that? Oh, fuck. Stock probably skyrocketed. Yeah. <laughs> I think it did, actually. Just like, like really karate high. and just twisted like Twisted Tees are kind of tight, though. Yeah, you're kind of had those. It always well. That's like one of those drinks to where, if, like, if you drank it ten years ago, people would call you a pussy. Oh yeah. And now it's like we used to oh, call them get... frat pops or uh, sorority pops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how I view those white claws and Corona. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially Corona Light. I love fucking Corona White. I love the Corona seltzers. That shit. Yeah, or like those Bud Light seltzers too. Like yeah. I just I don't look at those as. I feel like I don't know. It's like a Red Bull. You're like a well. You're like a beer connoisseur. I do. I like beer. So anything, anything that's like new and trendy, you're you. I feel like you kind of get like boomerish on it. Like you're like that's <laughs> fuck that shit, that trendy shit. Get yourself an IPA. We just had a big so conversation. So you're 100 percent right. By the way, uh, I hate everyone that you're drinks beer those. Yeah, we, <laughs> we had a, we had a big conversation in the shop about white claws and that, and I was like, never have I ever ordered those. Without the intent of having a thousand, yeah, like you drink those to just be a maniac. They're not like who's like I'll have like two of them because I like them. <laughs> you know what I mean. No one that shit yeah. sucks. Uh, my uh, so a, a friend of mine, like a, a a guy I went to college with. Um, he was a uh, we were he and I were sitting at a bar, a, not not too long ago, but long enough ago where it wasn't fresh in my mind. But 
he just he orders a white claw. I'm like, okay, it's cool, whatever. I don't care. I'm sure it'll come up later, and it did. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be holding his uh, hair later. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. Why do you keep? Why are you? Do you need money? I don't know what what, <laughs> what happened to you. Like who hurt you? <laughs> and uh, he's just like it's just and it's kind of like what you said. He's like I can drink like forty of these. Yeah, day. yeah. He's like because it's it's kind of tasty. Like they taste kind of good. It's not really super high in alcohol. And you know he's like when I drink beer, I just I just get bloated. Yeah. 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 So oh, he was a- alternating oh. between White Claws and Jameson, <laughs> and I'm like I don't know what you're going for here. But I'm really excited to see where it ends up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my buddy's like uh, routine. It's like they'll rip ten shots and have like white claws throughout them. Yeah, because it's, it's, well, it's like, pretty much wa- it's, it's it's yeah. an extra shot yeah. and water. But that's it's kind of what it is. A crippling hangover, dude. That shit's malt liquor, man. See, yeah. and I don't like like the anything like that. Like just like those kind of like carbonated. Like I can't like the like even just Red Bull. Like, I get yeah. a stomachache. I drink that. Corona or uh, not Corona uh, seltzer water, and then I get a shot of like tequila in it. Everyone call, like everyone calls me crazy for it. Actually, Jimmy Graham told me that he's like vodka, vodka and club soda. But he's white, so he loves vodka. I'm Puerto yeah. Rican, so I was like, I need some tequila. I need to put some color in this drink. So, <laughs> you so like, I think at that yeah, part, he's, he's like, gets you hydrated and it gets you drunk. And I was like, fuck yeah, I, I was Jimmy. a big vodka soda guy. That yeah. was my like have like twenty of them and take my shirt off screaming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's usually what happens. <laughs> oh, I need to die today. <laughs> Climb the fucking yeah. t- key. Tower. I need like half a Mick Ultra and I get that confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it really doesn't take me much. Yeah. Like, anybody want to wrestle? <laughs> I just drink Those half a Mick Ultra. I just, start, I just start yelling at everybody. I mean, people uh, that I I've already beer. sized I up. Haven't, uh, I haven't drank for a year. One Hell year. Yeah. yeah. I'm miserable. <laughs> it's very boring. Yeah. Um, I actually, I listened to your podcast with Tony Coase. I was telling, yeah. telling he's a good buddy of mine, uh, and was like a huge influence on me doing that. But, uh, I wanted to like challenge myself to a year yeah. and, uh, I, st- I actually was taking a big break and then comedy is what made me drink again. Cause I was fucking mm-hmm. shaking guy. Yeah. I was like, I got to loosen up. I got to loosen up. So I would, you know, have a couple of drinks and then I was like off to the races, raging yeah. real hard. But. Tony's, I was, I actually talked to Tony earlier today. Oh, right uh, on. Tony's actually how I kind of came across you. Yeah. Right on. Um, because uh, I, because I actually after the podcast, I usually stay in touch with a lot of the people that come on, uh, like uh, the the girls at Saucy Son. You know, I, I still talk to them; they're really cool people. Uh, Savannah, yeah, I still talk to her. Yeah. But Tony, I, I stay in pretty frequent contact. Dude, he's with the him. best. He's he and I are working guy. on some other stuff too, and. Uh, he was just, I was like kind of kicking around ideas for like guessing he and I are coming up in the year. And uh, he had mentioned you, and it kind of coincided with, because I've actually driven by Black Hat a lot. I didn't know what the sign was, though. Oh, and right. I wasn't like, I'd see it. I thought it was like a bar. You know, I didn't know, because I, but I always saw when I finally came to your place for the first time, um, I see the uh, the symbol. I'm like, oh my God, that's it. I've driven by it a bunch of times. I don't think I really mm-hmm. was paying like a lot of attention to it. And Tony was like, you should have him on. He's like, he started naming all these things. And that's what I was like, oh, cool. So yeah. as we were kind of gearing up, that's when I actually came to your place for the first time. Oh, cool, man. And uh, it was really, really cool. The first time, actually, Blaze cut my hair. Okay. And uh, nice. yeah. he's a maniac, dude. <laughs> I love Real the name. Oh, I, do too. I love it. Oh, I do too. I feel like he was. There's on somebody MTV's that works the there challenge. whose last name is Iron Wing. That's, yeah, yeah. It, it, we, like, where it, am I? Our barbershop's like a warriors gang. <laughs> we like fucking look and sound like that. But uh, Blaze, Blaze's name is spelled B L A I S E. Yeah. So people will come in and be like, "I'm with Blasey or Blase." Blase. Like, is Blase available? Yeah. yeah. His parents are progressive. 
<laughs> they <laughs> or bad spellers. Yeah, yeah. They're they're. I think they're just like a big weed family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do you remember that. Blaze, I remember because I remember seeing because uh, you, you can actually pick when you go to the website. You can pick like who and at the time I was just picking who was ever yeah, totally. available. And but it's like looking at all these. I mean, it's literally if like. Have you ever seen the show Vikings? It's yeah. like if they it's like if they opened a barbershop. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a very cool, cool, cool play. Like and I think thanks, I told man, that's I, super cool, yeah. I think I told you because in the second time when you and I were trying to schedule, you're like, introduce yourself when you come in. I was literally looking for and I booked you. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, actually you're open. I'll use you the next time. So yeah. not use you, sorry. Use you. <laughs> I'm gonna I use feel you. Oh, and then you will be my property for thirty to forty minutes. Yeah. Thirty dollars you can pretty yeah. much do whatever you want. <laughs> but uh it's so, Black Hat's also a, a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're pretty open. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's pretty open. It's, it's pretty, pretty much anything goes. I'll be honest, I'm never going to walk into your place because I'm bald and I've given up on people cutting Yeah, my you've hair. accepted it. Yeah, so. I appreciate that. Think of the freedom. I would love to. I was fucking I, freedom. My dream is to have hair and go get my hair cut from you. Yeah. And your well, mine was butt. like, I, it, I, like uh, my wife was down here earlier joking around about it, but like, uh, it was the first time in a long time I got in a haircut where I was kind of bummed that my hair was falling out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, wow, if I had more hair, this would look fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're, even if like, you're like, I, all I hear about like your shop is that it's like it's like cool like not like it's cool cool but like everyone's like, yeah that's fucking awesome like we love going there mm -hmm. if i walked in there i would get very depressed because <laughs> i'm like there's nothing you guys can do to make me happy about being bald like, you should <laughs> just get like shape your eyebrows bigelow fly, like fire flame tattoos uh, i should that'd yeah. be a uh, that could your first tat your first tattoo could be bam bam bigelow yeah <laughs> r.i.p dude bam bam bigelow had fucking that he was a big dude like badass motherfucker. That dude was he wore bright colors. Four hundred pounds. He was saved, fucking outsider style. Saved kids from a burning building and died. Is that how he died? Isn't that crazy? That actually I, is true. I remember that story. The craziest. It's shit. a hard he story was, to forget. I didn't know that he was a harsh villain on television, but uh, but like a really good guy. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I've heard the same. I've heard that's all I hear about wrestlers, like the biggest heels. Or yeah. it's like people in movies, like uh, who is the one kid? Remember Thirteen Reasons Why? That that the I've never seen that. Oh, it's about like high school bullying or some girl like killed herself and it's like the story of why she did. Drag. And there was like a bully, he was like his character, he was a <laughs> rapist and like a misogynist and like a rich boy. Horrible, horrible character. But afterwards he started getting like threats. Like people weren't threatening to kill him. They're like, Fuck you. You suck. And Damn. he's like, hey, I'm playing a role. I felt that way <laughs> about Joffrey in Game oh of Oh my god, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. I would have I I would have <laughs> Harsh bullied that kid. He actually, he actually said he has said in interviews that he because he's incredible. You fucking hate that uh, dude what in Game prick. of Thrones. Yeah, and like the cast would just be like, guys, he's really a nice guy, <laughs> but he's such a convincing pile of shit yeah, yeah. that God. he would be like, people would just yell at him in public. Yeah, yeah what a smug bastard he yeah. plays, right? Oh, he was uh, the worst. Terrible. I like how afterwards you're like, yeah, he was getting threats, but seriously, he fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he was a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Unrelated, though. I'll fuck him up, I see. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a crazy thing, though, to think about. That, like... People can't like, People are so good at their roles, and then they're like, yep, I'm off the clock. When you transcend like, your fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going for a bike ride in the park, and somebody pushes you <laughs> off. Like, hey, rapist. You're like, that was Bryce. <laughs> I'm playing a character. No real rape <laughs> yeah, happened. Yeah. That's for the Red Wedding, you pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a pro that's a harsh reality. This is for the Starks. Just yeah. Like a jab. <laughs> Crease from fucking... Uh, 
Cobra Kai is probably going to get. Oh, I hate him. That dude sucks. I hate him. Cre- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. big bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's his fault. He's literally only played one person yeah. in forty years. Yeah. He is so good at being a piece of he's shit. He's great though, man. You yeah. hate that dude. I hate he's, him. He's aged tough. Yeah. Well, he's, he's also tough. doing. I can't say for sure, but I feel like when Cobra Kai and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be back on camera," he started doing this shit to his face, yeah. and I feel like there's oh, some Botox in there, totally. yeah, because he looks. That's I don't. He understand. has a very uh, like square face. Yes, yeah, yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah. And he has frosted tips. <laughs> he's still in 2000. Like, dude, you're 65. I know that ain't real. Frosted tips. You know, all my life I was scared to get old, and now like I can't wait to be drunk and old all the time. Like just, yeah. just sleepy. It's like a lingering thought. Like what? what Isn't how that happy wild? Am I gonna be when I get to do nothing? Thirty-five. Uh, well, as someone who's drunk and old, uh, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> confirmed. God, you yeah. don't have to work. Or really care anymore? You could really do yeah, whatever. Yeah, I want to be yeah. Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino, minus all the racism. Because <laughs> <laughs> that dude just sans sits. racism. You know yeah. what? Yeah, because that dude—he literally, even though he had a fridge in his house, he took the time to pack up a cooler because he didn't want to get up <laughs> and sat on like his that, porch yeah. and drank yeah. beer. That's I, about I kinda, comfort. I kind of love how they turned like he was like a hero in that movie, but he was just openly—he's like, "Yep." I don't like Chinese people. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> or, like the, he didn't like Asians. The entire and then movie. The end of it, he's like, yeah. The I entire like movie. This Asian. Yeah. He's the savior. He's the protagonist. He's the hero. And then you're like, oh. yeah. Like, he was a horrible person. <laughs> he was telling people to get off their lawn just because they weren't. Just because they. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, he's my hero. He's like, he's a stack fucks like you in Korea. Yeah. Which will right off the bat, I'm like, I'm not coming to this guy's yard again. <laughs> <laughs> just because he's an asshole. But yeah, I'm like, hey, hey, that was tough to reconcile because the movie was really good, and then I'm like, man, what a good dude, and then I'm like. You think about it. Like, Wait no, a he's, minute. He, he's not gonna. Like, he changed. That movie this took one place experience. over the span of three weeks. He was a piece of shit. Yeah, he changed for this one person, but not everybody. <laughs> no. Yeah, he liked one Asian. He's, he's like, yeah, I got one black friend, and I'm okay with that. It's <laughs> like the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Black and that, people love when that you is say what. That, that yeah. is eventually what will turn into the the twisted tea guy. Yeah. <clears throat> he's gonna grow up and be Clint Eastwood from Grand Torino. <laughs> he's like, nah, I actually reconcile with this one black guy, so I can say all that other shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what gave him his pass. That's in his why head. I punched someone at Lakewood Village Tavern. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So back to I want to go back to Blackhead because Brian was talking about how cool it is, and I think I mentioned to you when uh, you were cutting my hair. The thing that stands out about Black Hat Barbershop, it has personality, and I think that's harder to come by. It like the the stuff that you your 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 coworkers everybody is is into kind of is showcased and like you kind of understand it's like it's like kind of like a punk rock and roll yeah yeah type yeah. type I almost said bar because it kind of comes off as like That's, a bar. It's funny you said that because when we when Patrick my partner and I were uh, developing the shop or working on the um you know the the business model um I was like I really want this place to look like a dive bar in Vegas. I just I wanted it to be kind of. I don't know how to like a uh, modern dingy, you know what I yeah, mean? It's like kind of yeah. little glitzy, little overdone. Like, but ideally, each person's station is a you know a replication of of the things they're into, right? Like, you know, Joe and I are big punk rock guys, so like our station, I have, I have a Dead Boys fucking you know signed poster, Cleveland punk rock band. I'm like That's obsessed cool. over, you know, and Patrick's a big Rolling Stones guy, it, you know, just. Truthfully, we're all just really into art. We just crush the place in art like a tattoo shop. and That's uh, actually kind of what it looks like. Because there's actually pictures of just... Because, you know, you go into a tattoo shop, uh, there's obviously just pictures of different tattoos you can get. Yeah. And there's actually some some of those actually in your shop. There's music. There's tattoos. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very... You almost... You just kind of understand, like, the vibe when you walk in. It's in. There's a... In my opinion, it's hard to do... 
but when it works, it works, and you remember it. Like I, I, I think I even when I talk to you, I like in your place to like when I walk into LBM. There's a personality That's and great. a style yeah. in that it. Place, yeah. It's uh, yeah, I love that you place. Throw yourself, <laughs> you threw yourself into yeah. the business. It's some of like the best. In yeah, I, I truly, I've done that with everything I do, man. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to be a part of it, whether it's comedy or you know playing in bands or business, it's I have to represent myself because it's like a you know it's a timeline your life right like i don't want someone to look at the barbershop and and be like oh like you know what is this place about or like you know like a faceless barbershop it's just corny to me when you can yeah. do I, so much more with and it. i don't think that you have to with yeah. yours uh i think you intentional or not that's the way that it comes off that's really cool man. Um, I, I really like that you brought like because it's really hard to lose yourself in things you love. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, but like, like what you just said, like you're pretty open about putting yourself in there, and yeah, you know, staying well, true to yourself. I mean, it's it's too deep, but I mean, I'm there. I, I'm fucking dude. I live at the place. I you know, I'm there ten hours a day. Like I'm I'm there more than I'm at my house. So. I mean, my house is the same way, you know. It's just I, I just love art so much, man. That it's you know. So why yeah. I guess why a barbershop? Like what? You know, it's a it's a funny story. I never saw myself as a barber. My my grandpa was a barber. He was an unlicensed barber for like his church um, in the sticks of Ohio. But uh, I never saw myself cutting hair. I always thought, and this is going to sound terrible. No offense, but I always kind of saw cutting hair as a cop out for a lot of people for career yeah. choices. I it's think like, the same way about co comedians. Yeah, yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah. I do too. Can't, uh, can't get a job or an but, erection, but yeah. you know, that's, it probably sounds so terrible. But I just, you know, I always wanted. I was so obsessed with doing the band thing for so long yeah. that I put my life on hold for so long. Yeah, you know, and like opportunities come and go, but uh, I just would do anything to get back in a van and go tour and play shows. It's like, yeah. it was like truly like I felt like my meaning to be alive in a, um. The, the barbering thing, I was working in a tattoo shop, and I was, like, casually kind of trying to learn how to tattoo. I didn't take it very serious. Another missed opportunity. Um, and the recession, you know, in 2008 hit, and I wasn't making any money, and, like, it, it was just – it was a really tough time. I was eating peanut butter and jelly every day, trying to save up money to, like, figure out what I was going to do. I tried college. The struggle, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. For a young guy, it's just a tough time when you're trying to figure out your life. And I did good in high school. You know, I always had, like, a 3.0 because my dad was super stern about it. Um, and so I did well, but I just did the most – the littlest effort possible, right? Like, yeah. I was, like, a cheat on my neighbor guy. Yeah. I just didn't give a shit, dude. I, I mm -hmm. wanted to play music or listen to records. And <clears> – <throat> I tried college. I did two years of community. It went nowhere. I've always been into literature and writing. That's probably again with the you know playing in a band, writing sure. in it. Yeah. Um, but I was just you know kind of doing these nowhere jobs and partying really hard. I, I'd moved out from my mom's. I was like living in a place in Amherst where I'm from, but just kind of going nowhere, smoking weed all day and waking up getting high and going to bed stoned. And uh, I didn't have like much of a drive. But I had a friend at the time who was in bands I played with a lot that I liked a lot. Uh, they went to barber school. And he was killing it. Like everybody was going to him. And truthfully, I've never had a great haircut. I've 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 thin, shitty hair, man. Like, just like super English, thin fucking hair. And I've never liked my haircuts. And I would always go. I grew up going to a barber. This guy named Buzz, and he would just, you know, destroy my hair. Yeah. I wanted these like Jonathan Taylor Thomas haircuts, and this dude would give me these fucking high and tight Richard Nixon joints. Yeah. And I would leave so bummed, <laughs> like so bummed out, you know. But uh. That was the old school idea of barbering. So I just, my, when I thought of barbers, like, oh, these guys fuck you up. You know, you get flat tops and shit. So I, you know, fast forward, I started dating all these girls that cut hair. They never cut my hair right, how I liked it. 
But then I started going to this kid. <laughs> Sorry, I love that. Dude, you're like, I start dating these girls and they never cut my hair right. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, it's like fuck you, fun. I guess. The one thing you want, yeah. man, do right. No, you know, like, all these, like, cos girls that would just, like, uh, I don't they just never cut my hair right, man. Yeah, but, yeah, I get But that. my friend who I'm talking to or talking about here, like, I went and got a haircut. I was like, this kid nailed it. He nailed it because barbering had changed. It, like, you know, I, what I wanted was a barber cut. I was just going to the wrong barber. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. So he, you know, I was talking to him. And this was before the fucking explosion of barbering because that has happened since then. Um, again, 2008-ish, maybe, nine. I'm talking, but, you know, he just nailed it. And, and we sat, we had a great conversation. We went outside, we were smoking cigarettes. Everybody was just loving it. We were, I was, you know, shop talking with everybody. And I'm like, this is great. Like, this is like the tattoo shop without the pressure, you know, like, um, of like trying to figure that all out. So <clears throat> I was at the tattoo shop, Super Dead Day, and I was reading a GQ magazine. And it said top 10 recession-proof careers uh, that are going to be coming back in style. And no joke, barbering was like fucking one or two. Really? Yeah. And I go, yeah, because a lot of old school guys were dying off or selling their shops because, you know, you, it's a it's a taxing job mentally and kind of physically. It's like, you know, you I'm up, again, on my feet 10, 10 hours a day. So it's like, you know, old old cats, you know, you see the barber back. They're all hunched or, you know, their hands are all it's gnarly. It's a lot of concentration. Oh, it's it's Like, I couldn't, I couldn't cut hair. It's the worst job to, is your, to be hungover. Is yeah. worse. <laughs> it's worse. Well, it's, it's the worst job to be hung. Well, I, probably for the person whose hair is getting cut, it's the worst for you to be hungover. <laughs> <laughs> is there, I'm going to take a, a guess, and there's a reason behind it. Is most of your clientele males? Oh, without a doubt. So yeah. the reason, uh, the reason of that, I think, is the same reason that I started coming to you, is... One, we want – guys have a very uh, not really care about their hair mentality, sure. I think, for, for the most part. Um, but at the same time, we do still kind of care, like, what happens with our hair and shit yeah, yeah. while we have it. Yeah. <laughs> so the you want to find a good place. You want to find a cool place. And, and I stress cool place because I don't want to go to – like, it, when you find – you want to have that place you can say – it's almost like saying, like – this is my favorite bar hangout. For sure. The, that, For sure. And that's, again, why I think People the personality loyal, that you have. Yeah. It, it's almost like a membership. You're like, yeah, actually, no, I, I go to Black Cat for my haircuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People dig that. And, and that's... Mm-hmm. I liked it right <laughs> away when I walked in. Thank you, man. I was like, well, there's, well, there's no fucking way this will be worse than Best Cuts. Worst case scenario, I'm going to a cooler barber yeah. shop. But then I got good cuts both times. You that's guys do a up. really, really good job. Yeah. And it's a fun, kind of cool, laid-back atmosphere. And... This, I think, was the more important thing, too, was when you, and there's no, I'm not trying to bag on best cuts, but let's be fucking real. Yeah. It's not that great. It's the burger. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. like the burger The name is very thrown. <laughs> because I? those, my haircuts would take 15 minutes. I was in your chair for 50, I think. Probably 40, 45 minutes, yeah. So, I mean, go for it. and it was, and the whole time I was just like, <laughs> I've been in here for a really long time. He must really be. <laughs> actually it's trying detail. here yeah, it's detailed you know? but i mean it was and and i think that that's another thing that uh that people look for that guys i think look for uh women are the same like my wife and her friend uh uh have really been going to the same person forever they find someone they like and yeah and and, and that's it and i think for guys it's harder for not harder for us but i don't know i, I think guys are probably a little bit more insecure too about admitting that they want to have a good haircut so they want to find a really cool place and it's a bonus if they do well unfortunately you do both because you guys do a very good job and it's a cool place it really really is like it, Thank it, you, man. it almost feels cool going there it means a lot it really That's really exactly does it has what, personality the ultimate haircut experience black hair barbershop yeah, yeah. Um, well yeah. so truthfully 
uh, so you know, I ended up going to barber school. Long yeah. story short, you know. Uh, and right out of barber school, there wasn't any shops like what we do in Cleveland. There just wasn't. Yeah. And I have a friend that, man, this guy's looked out for me for so long. His name's Nick Hill. He runs a, a very old shop in um, downtown called Rockefeller. Beautiful building. I loved working there, but it just, you know, I was, I was cutting like magistrates and lawyers and shit from the courthouses all day, which is cool. You know, I'll cut anybody's hair, man. But uh, I just, you know, I just, I... I went to barber school with the idea of of doing this place in my head, of doing Black Cat. I've, sure. I've had this in my head for, you know, I've been cutting here for like eight years. And that was my goal. So out of school, I ended up, um, there's a shop in Columbus called Old Familiar. It's incredible, incredible shop. The coolest staff, the owner, Kenji Prince, he like he was like a, almost like a mentor to me, whether he knows that or not. But I went down and I guested with him and I felt exactly what you're talking about. It was like a club. Like they would have these parties that you would know about if you were connected with them and they'd get all the PBR sponsors. And it was yeah. like, it yeah. was like a guy's like, fuck man. It was like a clubhouse for dudes, but you had to be in the know to know, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It made you feel special. Like going there was so cool and the smell and the chatter and the jokes, everybody busting each other's balls. It was unlike anything I've ever, you know, Oh, in music, you play music yeah. during it too. Yeah. That was the other thing because oh, like, a lot of bar, like the the this thing is the you best did... Yelp review I've ever heard. <laughs> oh. I just need to say that. But it's honestly, it's true though. It, yeah. it really, really is. Oh, I be, I, the reason I've never anyone... heard a bad thing about this bar. That's so shop. cool. Yeah. The, the reason yeah. that Dude, anyone goes in, hang out, just stop yeah. by. I might just hang out while, the... while Brett gets his haircut. I might commentate. So not to cut you off, but <laughs> no, go. Yeah. But uh, like before COVID, I mean, we had beers. You know, like Tony give us terrestrial beers all the time. We have a uh, full liquor cabinet. This is illegal. I probably shouldn't even be saying this. But again, it's like it's we do like, have a very large lawyer cop audience. Yeah, yeah. that's what's up. But again, it's like it, when you know, it's for the people, for the right guys. It's yeah. it's when you're in, you're in, man. Just like old familiar. It's like that club environment of like, like if you shot through and we're like, "What's up, dude?" You know, going out to the bar, you're with somebody. I'd be like, "Yo, let's rip rip a shot." Like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's Hell yeah. it's just it's God, that. God, don't you invited me to that. I'm totally gonna take advantage of it. Like, Yo, this is <laughs> Yeah, shoot through, dude. You know what you should do? You should come in with like a picture with your current hair situation that is unrealistic yeah. and hand it to, <laughs> hand it to the barber yeah. like, I kind of want yeah. this. Yeah. Like a Fabio. And then, take your like, head, uh, yeah. and then take your head off and just sit there. I'm going to promo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to promo Black Hat. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to be like before and it's me like ugly bald. Because I got that baldness where it's all in the middle. It kind of looks pattern. like one, yeah, it's like one big testicle in the back, and then like a fat chode in front. You pull it after, and then after it's yeah, it's just gonna be it's like, like a, a you walk out like top. <laughs> it's bread. <laughs> you, 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 you do the herbal, you do the herbal essence joint out of the yeah. Chair. It's gonna be a gift. Like, <laughs> He's coming out of a pool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Black Cat. <laughs> You've I done know. it again. I now have hair just from this beautiful experience. You made you, you feel seventeen again. Yeah. No, the, the, it, it, honestly, that that is like people like people like having like a bar that they go to. They like a favorite restaurant. Totally. This is where I get my favorite wings. Yeah, yeah. This is my favorite place to see music. It's the same thing with yeah. this. Yeah. Well, and, it, you build relationships, you know. Like, yeah. uh, and I will say this: like, uh, I'm not the best barber in the city. You know what I mean? But what I offer and what we offer is more than like a haircut. You know, like like I have relationships with these people. I get mm -hmm. fucking Christmas gifts and stuff. Yeah. It's insane. Like. You know, people come in and, it, like, you know, if someone is in Mexico or something, they're like, yo, like, I saw this crazy sugar skull clay thing that I know you, you know, you fuck with it. They give it to me. It's like, this is so wild. Like, yeah. I cut kids. I cut a kid's hair that's in college now. You know, like, I've known him since he was a kid. Yeah. It's just so weird. That's it's a, like, that, that's relationships. A, that's a legit, yeah. I, I remember. That's a, uh, Jerry Maguire, going yeah. full circle. 
Yes. It's all about relationships. Even though you thought it was Top Gun, but yeah. It's yeah. A- <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, like, I, and it, it brings me back to, like, Tony, what he's done at, like, Terrestrial. Tony has a lot of the same people that come in there all the time because oh, they yeah. like Tony. He's a lifer, man. They like Tony. They like what he does there, and he he's just he builds relationships. Yep. So you're doing the exact talker, same thing dude. there. Yeah. Tony's so, got the gift of gab. Oh, he does. He's he very, does. very good at that. He's just, he's disarming. He, he, he can talk to anyone to make them feel comfortable instantly. His, mm-hmm. his so... I, I'm a pretty comfortable social dude, but I, I gotta say, like, it's nervous anytime there's a mic in front of you and you don't know someone well, right? Sure. Like, mm-hmm. but Tony's podcast with you guys was so fluid. I ran, I got really into running, and I listened to the whole thing. It was the longest I've ever ran, and I was like, he's so fluid. He's so comfortable. Like, he, like you would have known him forever. Yeah, he, yeah, very much. And that's like I told you, like a lot of times when we're. And Tony was, I knew him a little bit just from at Terrestrial, and he sure. and I had talked about actually doing a different podcast. wasn't even that. And this just kind of came up when he was like, I've actually been sober four years. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that's Dude, a, a fucking story. cool story. Yeah. And he said, I think that was the first time that he had sat down and told it in its entirety at one time. Dude, when yeah. he was dropping names, though, I was like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we were kind of looking at that, too. Like, I don't know the fucking guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he dropped so many names. That podcast, yeah. it was a great podcast. It was so long, though, we contemplated on doing a two-parter. It was three, Damn. over three hours yeah. long. It was it's so by good. far the longest it we've was, ever done. Because he did a great, because there were, there were times to where Tony, like, I, I, that was the first time I met Tony, and he's an awesome dude. Great guy. And that and that experience, like, we were about to close up a couple times, like, on the conversation. He goes, oh, no, I'm not finished. And then he just sucked us back in. In a complete, I'm saying this in, in a, a positive good way. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're like, we're like, oh, because I knew how long this was going. Like, I could tell. I was like, this is fucking long. You're oh, like, I'm good. I'm looking it's at great. it. I'm like... I'm like, this is fucking amazing. He was killing, but he was so good because we're we're the ones in control. Like we could cut off, but I was like, we looked. I was like, I do like where this is going because it, it. He would leave fucking. It was like a Netflix show. You <laughs> yeah. know how like yeah. at the end of one episode, you're like, <gasps> what's gonna happen on the yeah. next one? And that's, that's when I fell is... asleep upstairs yes. in the roach bed. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I got sucked it, into a story. There were like, so the many times. <laughs> that that's exactly and what it was. was. There were I'm... so many times where I'm like, okay. And now we get sober. What a champion nope. story. Three more years. And then at the <laughs> end, and then at the end, like I kind of felt like standing up and clapping. I'm like, "You're the man, Tony. Fuck yeah!" It's a, but it's it's a it's let's drink to hearing. Yeah. The- <laughs> Round of <Cheers>. beers. <laughs> get this guy a but, fuck, get this guy a fucking in. If anyone's earned one, it's you. <laughs> but I mean, so it's funny. it's even hearing the story like a, like a, from a third party perspective yeah, is yeah, taxing. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's I mean it's it's equal parts scary, funny, unbelievable, and admirable all wrapped into one yeah. Yeah. over like a 10 year period you're just I, it's just it's, it's he amazing should, he should like pitch that because truly that could be like the wildest yeah shit movie Judd Apatow <laughs> would produce a hell of a show with him <laughs> <laughs> who would play Tony yo who would who would they cast as Tony nah, probably I guess the Oscar Isaac <laughs> Oscar. God I'm trying to think too Adam Sandler clearly yeah. Adam, oh, Adam Sandler. duh Kevin's, yeah. Kevin Spacey. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Spacey plus Tony. And it would be at Miramax with Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> God, full circle, dude. Yeah, we're going, we're going full circle. I don't think we recorded that part. I have to apologize yeah. to your listeners uh, for my like 13-year-old mentholated voice. It's it's cracky and breaky and raspy by the end of the week because these masks for COVID, I swear to God, it affects me. I wear it all day long. Yeah. Oh, that, do you notice yeah, your voice? You like, uh, well, I'm I'm in this thing ten hours a day, and by yeah. the weekend, man, I'm I'm raspy, genuinely. Yeah. it's and I'm not I'm not uh, like a upset with mass or anything like that. But yeah, no. I mean, I remember uh, going to where was I? 
What's that? Oh, Ikea. I remember being in Ikea. And we were in there. <laughs> You're like, what is that? Oh, Ikea. I couldn't yeah. remember the name of it. We had to get like furniture You're and like shit. Swiss. And I was in there for yeah, like Badlands. a long time. <laughs> and wearing the mask the whole time. And I've never really cared about it. But after two hours, I'm like, man, this is getting really annoying. Yeah, so I can only imagine what. There, there definitely needs every every job needs to have masks. Like, that, yeah. that's why where, where people used to have smoking breaks, there should be mask breaks. Fresh air like, bre- breaks. Yeah, like <laughs> someone's like, I can't breathe in this. And they're like, well, we have a little. You know what? We have a room in the back, like our little. Uh, lunchroom that will run back i'll take it down and uh, you know i'm breaking out the bridge of my nose i can't wear my glasses right because you know what i mean yeah. the fog it's it's a lot man it's exhausting i've gotten so many pimples <clears throat> on... dude it's heinous yeah like i got i had a big motherfucker it looked like i got clocked the worst and i popped it you know when you pop a pimple and you know obviously the pus comes out i got it on my nose which was hard i saw like three holes like I saw, like there were like three. It holes was just where like a was giant out. boy. Yeah, I'm like, what the cluster? Fuck? Yeah, like three was, holes. Yeah, like well, you know what I mean. Like you see pus coming out of one hole. I like just squeezed my nose and like three holes of pus, and I was like, this is oh, I see. Mask. Yeah, you should probably see that. a doctor. I, that's never happened to me. Oh well, it's from the fucking mask. I get pimples on my nose every fucking really? month. Yeah, it might be my, a mask, my like bro. milk yeah. white English skin. I get when I break out, it gets they're like bad. So from constant fidgeting with my glasses and fixing them because of the fog coming up you know what i mean or my breath coming up fogging them up uh, like, yeah. i'll break out real bad around here oh, too. oh that's right i do yeah yeah because oh, you fun. can't that's another battle you can't wear oh, you man. can't wear i remember like uh walking around like wearing sunglasses as soon as i put the mask on took a breath that shot right up yeah. and fogged up the glasses uh, i respect people that wear glasses and masks because yeah. i did it yeah again i did it once and i had a similar experience and you really got to position that perfectly you, and masks even fall down so that's constant. you have to you know what i've i've gotten hip to is I, I wear it like fucking Geppetto on the like tip of my nose now yeah. so I just look like Papa status uh, but that pressure and on my nose it like it sucks too like there's yeah. no winning with that you know yeah. no no there is saving isn't. lives I, tight I think a lot of it's just gonna be the kind of mask that you have too I think of the, the material of it you maybe gotta get one of those like really uh, almost like dry fit type masks yeah because it's because everyone everyone obviously like COVID just turned into like a <clears throat> it turned into like a marketing scheme too now too the amount of masks I've bought to support people like, I, uh, I bought them from different bars from different friends and yeah. they're like I'm making masks now I like how you're supporting local like small businesses you're like yeah now I have seventy five masks I do I, I probably I'm a, I'm a collector I, yeah I, I do I probably have like twenty different masks you know yeah. how many masks I've cut cut like it, trying to maneuver around with a haircut just zipping through the cord. oh yeah, yeah you have dude. to fuck God cut the shit it. out of a mask i totally forgot about that yeah it's insane. i mean i don't go to a barber again because you know i'm bald <laughs> do you just like but... <laughs> do you just like cut the mask and it falls off and then you stand back well, and like sir you have to wear a mask well I, i'm like covid we actually like yeah. i hit an alarm it's a protocol. Uh, yeah <laughs> We all hold our breath. Blaze comes over with a fire extinguisher yeah. and just drills <laughs> he the guy. him down. Um, <laughs> yeah, go, man. You know, I, uh, <laughs> there's an older gentleman I cut, nicest guy. He loves his dog. He's got one of those big Beethoven dogs. I don't even know. Hell, those, like, yeah. St. Bernard. Oh, St. Bernard. Yeah, yeah. Big St. Bernard. This dude had a custom mask of his dog, and I cut right through the cord. I felt, dude, my heart dropped. I was so sad. I oh, felt so bad. So we got a free haircut that day, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> needless to say. But uh, customer service. But uh, customer yeah, service. dude, it's just it's crazy. It's it's crazy how harsh the mellow of the shop is with with COVID now. Sure. Yeah. I, I, so how do so because it's only about two years old, right? The shop itself. Yeah, two years. It's uh, just past two years, I think. Uh, like second week Novemberish. So that's that's insane for a couple of reasons. Uh, starting any business is obviously always stressful to to get started. And two years is not 
that's still kind of in its infancy. That's not a, an, an old business. Yeah. Um, but then when your second year of business is a COVID year, so I guess how was that? How did you navigate those like those waters? <clears throat> it. This is another crazy story, man. I I feel like I've I've been so fortunate in my life to just like right place, right time kind of stuff happens sure. with me. But it was, I mean, it was excruciating for like a month, and then it got fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Because I'm a workhorse and I've been working all my life. So when we found out the shop wasn't going to close and we got some government assistance to keep it open, and I was getting paid, I finally, you know, the um, the independent contractor. Uh, you know, kind of stimulus money was coming through. I was like kind of getting paid to hang out at home, you know? Yeah. And I knew that money was going to run out and stuff, but I was real, uh, I, I'm pretty good with my cash. I don't spend out of my means. My wife sure does, but I, <laughs> I don't. Uh, so, you know, we were just like really wise about it. Um, but it was scary. <clears throat> like leading up to it, we almost felt irresponsible, you know, to be open because a lot of our peers in the city were closing down and, you know, all this stuff was coming out about how this, I mean, that was a scary time. Sure. If you remember to like, take your, take, take it back to that time in March where like no one knew what was going on. Like oh, March, April, I thought I'm like, Oh my God, 10% of the population is going to die. Totally. Yeah. I, totally. No one knew. I don't yeah. know how we got through that. No, it was, it was, and then it ended up, it's funny because looking back on it, it's like, it really wasn't shit then. Like yeah. shit. Like now it's probably, smart to do what we did then but i don't know i guess i can't yeah. say it. i'm not a medical expert but you know we were doing scary, the best man. with the information we had we did absolutely. everybody was and yeah. and we listened to the dewine's thing in the shop every day a bunch mm -hmm. of my guys ended up you know taking the week off one of my guys was on vacation he was in new orleans and he got back and we were like don't even come in dude you know what i mean just like take the time to to uh you know quarantine or whatever but then when he shut everything down we were kind of like ah oh, like breath of fresh air we're mm -hmm. like okay we don't have to make this decision you know he did it for us and then every day i was just reading articles this i'd read the same article on four different platforms dude you know what i mean yeah. just like trying to consume as much information as i could um but we shut the shop down like everybody um I, funny enough my my son uh he's really not into haircuts he now he's he's nine he's getting into that phase where he like he cares about what he looks like and he watches these youtubers he likes his kid's hair so he was like i want that guy's hair i go let's go to the shop and do it so we just went I, does he I, pay for it yeah fuck yeah he does <laughs> <laughs> no like free ride son that motherfucker's yeah. doing the, like, doing take, the trash take, for a week take your ass down the road and let him wreck your head if you want you know <laughs> <laughs> what is that don't be a menace that's dude. it yep. look I'm gonna give you a haircut but uh, go down yeah. the street let him fuck your head up five dollars buster <laughs> I love that dude no but uh, yeah, and we were doing a lot of mail order thank god again for like loyal customers man we kept we paid rent that first month on merch sales People just buying them online, and I would ship them out to the post office. I was at the post office like every day, you yeah. know, just masked up, gloved up. Well, I think that goes back to the the personality of the shop and people yeah. kind of just digging it because totally. we are in a community like the the Lakewoods, the Ohio cities, the uh, the Gordon Squares, where people really did rally behind local businesses and their favorites to make sure that so they could soften the blow the best they can. Absolutely, yeah. you know, we would always make sure like we when we were ordering to make sure that if we're going to order food, yeah. do it from like you know a, a Lakewood place that we like that we want to support things yeah. like that yeah. so that and that's that helped you Cleveland I, I supports think. man I mean this Very is much. such a it's such a hometown proud town like I always said like you could scribble you know Cleveland in a dog turd and sell it on Etsy someone would buy it like people just love the city you know yeah. and they rightfully do. so I mean it's such a great town but mm -hmm. and the boom it's had in the last 10 <clears throat> oh years God, a, lot yeah, of the, the the, a lot of the small and, businesses I think that's I think people like living in a city that is that 
I, I don't know the ratio of, of, of corporate versus small business, but yeah. it certainly has a dominating small business feeling. Yeah. At least for the places I think that like like that we frequent that you probably do as well. Yeah. Is that we just like those more. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I so think that that's really helpful. So yeah, exactly. Support, but and you don't want to see your favorite <clears throat> place go down for no something way. that they can't control. Yeah. Right. So again, like the you know the first month was was really nerve wracking. I mean, we had business calls every day. We were like coming up with plans. We were so proactive that honestly, if we would have been if we would have been able to open, we would have had a plan in place. We're really we're Patrick and I work really well together, man. Like we're extremely opposite people. You know what I mean? Like into very different things. You know, I think we share the you know. We like tattoos and we both play music. Very different music, but you know what I mean? It works yeah. because I'm like, he always says I'm good cop, he's bad cop. Because I'm like, I don't know, I'm like friendly to a fault. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not a stern person at all. But but in the first couple of weeks, I would go up to the shop and, you know, do these merch orders and I would write these positive notes on the door. I would just put, you know, like stay strong Cleveland or like humanity will prevail. Shit like that, right? Yeah. This is so crazy, but <clears throat> I guess some kid was running by, some kid that lives in the neighborhood. Uh, I, I didn't know him. I don't even think he was like a patron of our shop, but he would run by and see the notes and found it inspiring enough to reach out. And he was like, yo, you know, I'm a reporter and I'm doing this thing on businesses in the city. Like, could I interview who's leaving those notes? So I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. So he calls me and I swear he didn't tell me that this was an NPR thing. He just, he just said, you know, like I'm this guy, yada, yada. I go, yeah, cool. Just like we're talking. I'm just talking to this guy on the phone about, you know, how it hit us, how nervous we were, you know, how like I was comfortable, but you know, my money would be running out and that's when it would be scary. Yeah. You know, mostly talking about how financially it had impacted us uh, yeah. in the barbershop. No joke, I get a I get a call that day. He goes, Hey, it's the same kid, you know. I can't even remember his name, but he's like he's like, you know, this is yada yada. Um, you know, your article aired today on NPR and oh, and uh Senator <laughs> Sherrod Brown wants That's to speak hilarious. with you. I go, What? I just woke up. This was at the point where I was taking edibles every day and not <laughs> setting an alarm. So Worst you know what time I mean? to meet a senator. <laughs> so I just like, yeah, dude, seriously. So like I was real buttoned up about it for like a month and then I got a little loose, you know what I mean? I was like waking up at noon, like, what's up? You know, like my wife and I were just hanging out eating yeah. Anyway, uh so I'm like, You're you're kidding me. He's like, Yeah, like it was on NPR. I go, NPR like did you tell me this was an NPR thing? But it was for uh oh my god, um what's the NPR show? Ah, oh, God, I can't think of it. I can't think of it, but it's an NPR show. Okay. And, and I no guess, joke. but I don't know one. Yeah. Oh, I, I listen to a lot <laughs> I don't, of NPR. I don't know I'm not any. familiar with Neil Patrick Harris, so like I know. It's not even the right initials. NPH, <laughs> you, you dick nose. God, get your Neil acronyms Patrick right. Harris. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. To, well, anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, Jerry Maguire, guys. Um, so, so like, uh, I give him my number. And a couple hours later, Sherrod Brown calls calls me. I'm like, "Hello, Senator, U.S. Senator." Oh yeah, like, what, do you, what is the your your excellence? What do you say? Yeah, <laughs> Mr. I, Brown. Yeah, I'm like Sherrod. Sherrod, what's up, buddy? I'm like, what's good, Sherrod? Um, what's what's popping, baby? Um, no, but he was cool as shit, man. He was so cool. He was like such a normal sounding person yeah he was like where are you from you know i was like amherst he goes oh the comets i was like that's bizarre you know that but yes 
sandstone capital of the world. That's what he said. I was like, again, bizarre <laughs> thing to know about Amherst, but uh, <laughs> just re- re- <laughs> I like how he's just throwing little punchlines. Yeah, lines. yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like Town Bug, the mosquito. Yeah, uh, no, just really nice like guy. He has an Amherst tent like pamphlet next yeah. to him. <laughs> hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. On his app. Yep, yeah. found it. He's like 1961. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I like your tattoos. You should check out mine. It's just the logo of Amherst on my butt cheek. <laughs> Comets for life. Yeah, I but love it was it. cool and. And he, so I wasn't getting paid at this point. And and Sherrod Brown's office pushed my uh, application to unemployment through and got me paid. No. So so, dude, all these people on, you know, I posted about it. I yeah. got, like, this is insane, and like, no one will believe me. But Sherrod Brown got me paid for unemployment, and people are like, what? Like, I don't even understand. But I I ended up having a great time. That was actually kind of one of my questions. My my father is the because I know a lot of small businesses that really struggled to totally. get to get theirs through yeah so you're very that that's it, an amazing story it, a couple one just the fact that you know a senator called you yeah uh, and yeah. two that he was able to push that through that's awesome for you guys it was just it because i just know some that were like we i mean we just we we dial the number we we mail these things right in. we don't hear anything oh, from anybody ter- i mean dude don't get me wrong it was a month of that sure. i mean it was i was pulling my hair out you know i i we were chipping away at our savings account Truthfully, because I wasn't, I have a job that if I don't cut hair, I don't make money. Sure. You know what I mean? So all the money that we had in the business was going to keeping the business open, the, you know, internet, lights. Like, people don't understand that shit with a small business. It's like, you see me doing all these haircuts and think I'm balling or taking my family on vacation to, you know, Italy or something. But, like, I bust my ass. You got an electric bill I bust my ass to do that shit. And, like, you know. Small businesses usually operate (laughs) on a thin margin when they start. Right. You're still. Again, yeah, two years yeah. is a long time. I mean, that's you know, a big. That's a big kudos, but it's still in its infancy, really. Yeah, in the it's grand scheme of things, renting a fucking house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if exactly you own a house, you're still renting. Oh, what was Black Hat prior to a barbershop? But it was it was um, just a really rundown barbershop. Because you I, never know it was there. Because you walk. Because you walk in, and it's almost like the perfect rectangle size for a barbershop and I was like what the hell was it it was a place called Zeke's um it was like uh it was just a really poorly ran barbershop we had heard some pretty sketchy shit like they they were like banging heroin and stuff out of it like I heard some pretty gnarly stuff like there was like someone was obviously living in the basement there was like empty 40s everywhere and shit and like it, it was in sketchy condition we did a full remodel you would think opening a barbershop in the city that was a barbershop you're like this is going to save us so much cash with plumbing and stuff they didn't have occupancy with the city they didn't have permits with the city oh how like how did you have to deal with regulars that were like from like when you first opened up you had old regulars sometimes we would get a call uh they would be like you know like how much for a lineup we'd be like well like 25 and they'd be like what we're like well we do a whole haircut and then you get a lineup and they'd be like you know like lineup was actually code for heroin (laughs) oh my god that's so good but well i mean no but the you know it it's just it's just (laughs) truthful you know like like you know black shops are ran different truthfully you know what i mean there's really no way around that it's just you know black shops are ran different from white shops that are ran different from you know like middle eastern dude shops it's just how it is it's a thing that you know, it's still like that. And we'll cut anybody's hair. Don't get me wrong. And I don't care to have a haircut from anybody. I don't, you know, 
<clears throat> I'm not saying that. I don't even really know what I'm trying to say with that. But, you know, like a black dude comes into our shop and immediately they're going to be like, what's, like, there's like six white dudes here. <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? Oh. No, there, you there's know what definitely I mean? a difference <clears throat> in cultures. I mean, I. Yeah, it's a cultural When thing. I was a kid, I looked really, like, I was like really tan. I looked like a little Puerto Rican boy. And I used to get my hair cut on the east side at this Puerto Rican barber shop that my grandfather was right friends. On. Like, they grew up with my grandfather. Yo, the Puerto Rican shops are the best. Yeah, True. so Dude, I was so used to that. Fate. And then I remember when I saw Barbershop for the first time, the movie, I was like, oh, that's kind of like the Puerto Rican barbershop. Like, everybody, everyone was yeah. being silly and, like, kind of, like, yeah, yeah. old-fashioned humor. Totally. And, uh, and like, just little joking around, like, like men being, like, professional but still dudes at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, every shop's ran different. The yeah. cultural thing. But you, you, your culture seems like, for the barbershop, it's, I mean, you guys put your personalities <laughs> in it. Yeah. But people gravitate towards it because, totally, yeah. like, anyone can gravitate towards it because they like how it is. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. like their haircut and the experience. Again, anyone could come in and get a haircut, no questions asked. Except for bald doubt. men. Except for bald No, dude, hey, raise your <laughs> I'm shades, I'm going to get my freaking, I need to, but my hair grows back. I feel do like you take a, your, uh, Do you take your head down and you bick it? Uh, or do you do stubble? I do okay. So what I do is I use like I use a razor like that like keeps it to like a one or like a half. Oh yeah. Or it's like an electric razor. Sure. And then I have one of the what are those circular razors called? They got like the three circles. Oh on it. yeah. Oh, I use that. Oh. And then I, yeah. And then I finish up with just like a razor like the, the on the head. Spot. Yeah. You ever had a straight razor shave on the head? No. Just try it. It's crazy. Right to try. It's nice. That. It's pretty nice. I'll hook I'll, you up. Okay. I'll, we'll figure now, it out. Now I'm getting my hair cut. Like, <laughs> Roping in the bald guy. Yeah, bro. Yeah, when you got a bald guy that keeps coming back for yeah. more. That's, that's a how good, good this barbershop is. I do a couple is. of those. There's a couple guys that come in. It's yeah. it's nice, man, and it gives you a little more time out because it's the closest you can get. Yeah. But again, so like the difference of those old clients coming in, you know, quickly they'll be like they'll hear the clash on, and you know, it's like obviously different. But some some guys will sit down. Some guys kind of bail out, you know. But what about hiring like a like a when you're hiring someone to work in your shop, so are these all just people you know? I I find it hard to believe you have you know eight barbers. <laughs> like if, when well, you were when you were opening, so how did that? Because you got to fill that. Because you yeah. have I don't remember ten stations. Eight. Eight. Is it four eight. and four? Yes. Yes. So yeah. kind of getting that together, like um, how. <clears throat> Because that's just, you, when you talk about personalities and the way that you and your partner work together, that's huge. Because oh, if you're sure. running a business, you it's whether you have yeah. a difference in opinion or you still have to be able to work together. And now you're looking to add maybe six more people to that same dynamic without causing you know your workplace that you that you love and, and care about. You yeah. don't want to you don't want to deal with oh, that's huge. any crap. It's you huge. Know what I'm saying? You don't want to have that one person that's like. Fuck, why yeah. are you making this whole thing so hard? Walking on eggshells around him, yes, man. Yes, exactly. I, I've, my old gig, I worked with I a real piece of shit, man, like that, that just, uh, he just made everything uncomfortable for people. And it's, yeah. it, you know, it, thank God we don't have that. Like, our biggest arguments are over music. You know what I mean? Like, Who gets to run it that oh, day? Oh, yeah. That, and honestly, it is a bit of an issue, I gotta say. But, <clears throat> like, uh, we're so lucky to have the staff we have, you know, like, like, we're so active in, I think, the community of people. You know, that are barbers in Cleveland that like, and we're networked now too, you know, like we've been in the game for a minute. So like, I I think there's a, a type of person that works well for us, you know, like you're like tattooed music community, you know, person that goes to see shows and, you know, likes eating out at local restaurants, stuff like that. It's, but you do got to work with them, you know, and, and then, and tempers collide. It's just working with people, right? Like, 
you're around anybody for so long, dude, there's going to be issues. No doubt. And, and like, I think the, the, the key is always going to be trying to minimize right. those or yeah. <laughs> know how to identify, all right, give that yeah. person some and, space. And I that. can't say it enough. Like, seriously, the biggest issue at our shop is music. Like, it, it's, <laughs> that's it's a great. That's a pretty good bad yeah, issue. Yeah, it to is, have, man. Though. You know, everybody knows what they're supposed to do. And if, if they're fucking up, we take them in the back and we have a talk. You know, I don't, I just go, we take the shop very serious. You know, in, in a lighthearted sense because it's a fun atmosphere, but like, do good haircuts, be on time, and don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Truly, it's all you got to do. Don't Three be a very simple, well, one, two of those are simple. <laughs> I, I can't cut someone's well, hair. That's I'm not cut Brian's hair. If that's your standard, that's a really good standard. I know places that have way worse. <laughs> yeah, but standards. you know, you know, it's funny. Even though like two of those, obviously you got to know how to cut hair. But the other two, you think you're such a given. But I mean, I've been in the workforce for 17 years. Sure, you'd be surprised how you're hard. You're a hero. Yeah. You're. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You're a hero. Yeah. It's the uh, <laughs> Joe. We never. T- you're a fucking hero, man. Let's shift gears. <laughs> Talk what, about me. What else Talk about, about? Talk about me. Like what else about me would you say is admirable? <laughs> uh, you were in a Bernie Kosar jersey. Damn so straight. That's, yeah, that, dude. that makes you a bigger hero. Yeah. I watched Bernie Kosar get a DUI one time. We were oh, talking about this. Oh shit. I we watched just... him. At, he came into Liquid when I was working at Liquid, and Bernie Kosar blows through a very busy bar. We go, yo. That was fucking Bernie Kosar. I don't know dick about sports, and I go, that's Bernie Kosar. I know Bernie Kosar. Cops come in after him. Cops cruise in. <laughs> we were, you guys <laughs> met Bernie Kosar at the same time. <laughs> no way. I think, I honestly think you and I may have met him 12 hours apart. Yeah. Unbelievable. Because <laughs> his, so his DUI, no, tell yours first. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because mine no, comes I, later. That's really it. I'm, I was bartending. Yeah. I, it, it, when Bernie Kozar comes in aggressively, you go, that's <laughs> Bernie Kozar aggressively pushing through people. Dude cruises to the back where the pisser is. Cops come in. Where's Bernie Kozar? <laughs> not, not, where's, did you see a curly haired gentleman of athletic stature yeah. come through? Here. Did you no. see Mr. CTE? Where's Bernie Kozar? <laughs> he fucking parked, scrambled into liquid, and they walked, they cruised in looking for him because he was, uh, I, they caught him on a DUI. I don't, I, I can't say he got a DUI, but I would assume because so, I guess that was the, what was going on. This would have been, this how long ago was this? Ah, uh, shit, man. When did I work there? It, I have a terrible like eight frame. Eight years of, ago? Eight, nine, ten, yeah. Dude, I think this was it. So, I so he, like, so he blew by me. It, it was uh, <laughs> I was in the car. <laughs> so um, his his DUI was was obviously well documented. Yeah, right. Um, and he had and we were just joking around about this. Like, before I even tell the story, I will say I've never come across anyone that met or went up to Bernie Kosar that was ever blown off. They say he's just the sweetest man. Yeah, sure. Uh, but he has had. A myriad of concussions and yeah, he's. I I feel bad. I, I'm glad the Browns are taking care of him, but I I, I think he's, you know, his head's taking some shots. Yeah, way football, way before yeah, way before <laughs> that concussion movie came out, and uh, so like it's it's being well documented that he got a DUI. I just happened to get Loge tickets from my company. Just dumb luck. Someone's like, got tickets. You and your wife want to go? We're like, yes, we do. So we drove up. We were living in Akron at the time, and. Uh, we're sitting in the loge, having some fun. I'm like, hey, why don't we go down to the gift shop? You know, let's get some shit, you know? Um, I so, remember this. Yeah. Yeah. So we leave the uh, <laughs> so we leave the uh, the the uh, the the loge room and we're walking down this long corridor and it's just her and I, and then you see someone walking toward us like 
30, 40 yards. I'm saying yards because it's a football story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as he's coming closer, I'm like, it's Bernie Kosar. Touchdown. And Sick. I am well aware of what just happened. And I'm like, I want to say something to him. But obviously, Coast. he just got a DUI. He's probably not feeling up to it. My wife's like, fuck that, Bernie! And I'm like, Bernie, and he walks by and just gives us two, the biggest grin and two thumbs up. It's Hell like yeah, nothing Bernie. happened. He's like, Bernie comes awesome. out a fucking G. He walks by, I'm like, well, I'm glad he recovered from his DUI six hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> so this is probably the same fucking it day. It might be the same. It was Unreal. the night and then the day after. Were you That's guys first met? I love. You know what I love about this podcast sometimes? We get guests like you. And we figure something out together. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it all happens sporadically. Yo, Cleveland's a small place, man. Yeah. It's amazing. It really, really <clears throat> is. I love this shit. I love this shit. As soon as you said that, I'm like, oh. Because right before you came in, he walked in, and I was wearing the jersey. He's like, I met Bernie Kosar. I'm like, I did too, right after his DUI. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, I watched yeah. Bernie Kosar's DUI. I and watched his DUI. <laughs> people listening can't see the excitement while you were describing in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, jumping I'm up like, like it was yes, Christmas. Yes, yes, like, yes. I want to tell my part. I want to tell my part. Like, like, oh. you, you did the King Kong joint. You were like, oh. Yeah, I did the Brett tick. <laughs> <laughs> Brett tick. Yeah, dude. the Brett tick. When oh, he gets shit. all excited. I love goes, that. He goes like a little rat and puts his head in his <laughs> chest and then wiggles his, his fists on, under his nose. He goes... <laughs> It's so it's, that is it's weird. his tick. It's oh, wonderful to see. That's so funny. But I love that so much. That's so yeah. funny. That's God so, bless the Coes. We were meant to talk about this. Tonight. That is a true ass Clevelander, dude. Mm-hmm. True 100%, ass Clevelander. 100%. 100%. <clears throat> he he could have left a long. He could have yep. left, but man, I'm glad the city takes care of him. I'm glad the Browns take care of him. Because uh, that dude's had some. If you've ever watched that, uh, that, that documentary, Broke, the 30 for 30, I it's, have it. it's horrible. It's so horrible. Like, cause, oh, on concussions and the effect. Well, on. it's actually about. Uh, athletes that go broke. So, oh. the, so the stat is that he's in that. In, there, there's a lot of people. <laughs> Terrell Owens was really big on that. I think he Antoine Walker. Like, Antoine Walker made Antoine 110 Walker. million dollars in the NBA. He's broke. MC Hammer. I was just gonna say doing the hammer thing, like yeah. supporting. It's the kind team. of what it yeah. is. It's a. It's too a, bad. Based, the stat is that 60 percent of all professional athletes are broke five years after being in the league. Christ, all yeah. that money. And then they go through why. First, it's the the entourages, the excessive spending, the having way yeah. too many kids. Like mm-hmm. people, when you have a kid, <laughs> they do have a lot of kids. Well, people don't like they when they do the math in terms of uh, uh, child support. Your child support is based on the money you're making the time that child is born. So if you're making a couple million dollars, and we all know it doesn't take, you know, seventy thousand dollars a month to raise a child, but that's what people get. And then when you're out of the league. That payment doesn't change. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, it doesn't? Like, no. So you're still paying $70,000 a month even though you're not getting millions of dollars a year. Yeah. And if you do that three or four times, <laughs> it really fucking <laughs> yeah. adds up. And that's yeah. how a lot of them actually go broke. Damn, for, dude. for Bernie, his was, like, his dad was, like, doing back deal like like back deals with the Browns, like I'll get him to sign, but you got to give me a million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his family really, really screwed him over, Damn. and then divorces, and bad. it's really, really sad. Yeah. Uh, the concussion <clears throat> thing is just in a, in a completely different story. That is a bad yeah. one for him. So. I saw that. Uh, what's that guy's name? The Hernandez story, oh. where he like killed dudes and like. Did you watch they, that? Doc? Yeah, it's crazy. And at the end, they like his brain was like had the. It had like the I can't, what was it like the clarity of like an eighty year old man. Or yeah, something. I mean he be, and and or keep capacity. in mind he was only twenty four when he was out of the league. Yeah, and they said that he had had the damage of someone that's been playing football for like fifty years. Yeah, you know what's crazy about that is the he. Things. 
I didn't watch a documentary, but what I, what, what I know about uh, Aaron Hernandez is that, like, looking at, I remember during the time, you're like, this guy's, like, he's a fucking asshole. For oh, that. he's in BI. But then, like, I don't, I don't show sympathy for him, but, it, like, there, it's there's harder. the other part of me. It's I'm harder. Like, well, his brain got so fucked up. He didn't really have that much control. One of the he things just that went was crazy, and right. that was—it's it, crazy <laughs> that that wasn't even like put in. Like I don't know what his trial was like. Ew. Like, what, what, did they call insanity on that because of the CTE or they? Didn't I don't. Have the I'm, not even sure, or, I'm not even sure yeah. they even got to that, it. I mean, I, I'm not justifying what he did or sure. him, I, but that's a thought that goes in my head. That's like, okay, well, why didn't did the lawyers fucking like? Use insanity not not to save his ass, but to be like, hey, let's figure out for a solution. Leniency, yeah, for like in the future, like same thing with Chris Benoit, like he killed his fucking yeah. family. Well, dude, a lot of there's a lot of studies with like serial killers and um, you know, like m- like murderers in general that have had like that link severe trauma. Yeah, early in life to like something changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's sad, but it's fucked up. Yeah, the uh. Uh, the the most telling thing about that that doc, obviously after they revealed the uh, the CTE stuff, but it was the the video of him the next day after when he allegedly killed this person. They're like, you don't know what he's gonna be like, and he's just like casually like playing with his kid in the yeah, living room, dude. and the people are like, if you just killed someone twelve hours, you think it's kind of on your mind a little bit? Yeah, just like nothing, but it, which then empathy, kind of laid credence right? yeah. to maybe. Upstairs, it just wasn't yeah. really functioning properly. Yo, Chris so. Benoit, his finishing move was a headbutt. The diving from, headbutt. Like, when I, I watched that, the the Dark Side of the Ring one about that's, him. Dude, I yeah, that's not, a two-parter. There I was seen a, it. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's very, it's real. <clears throat> there's a couple very, because he, he was aware that he had brain damage. Oh, really? He went to a guy that actually was, I think, a, a former he, wrestler. Cause yeah, he, he turned into a He basically said, because the, the guy was writing a book about brain damage, and he was talking to him a couple weeks before... You know the, the murder suicide, and he was like, I, "I really want to sit down with you and talk about this." And the guy that was writing the book was like, "He clearly knew that he had problems because he just wasn't there." Damn. But the uh, the finishing move—it's funny. The guy that there was another guy similar that had a similar finishing move from like twenty years earlier was talking to Ben. Guy my kid. That was it. You big and wrestling guy. Too sweet. Yeah, far too into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, too sweet. yeah it's a podcast, a different podcast. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't talk about it too oh. much on here because no yeah. one gives a shit. <laughs> Literally nobody. <laughs> I would have guessed uh, Superfly Snooker, but he was he did the spin. He was splash. crazy too. Yeah, he killed his wife. But, yeah, uh, yeah. And then it was like, dude, 20, he killed 20... a couple people. It was oh, like thirty years later. Yeah, like right before he died, they but like the... they like redid the trial. Yeah, the, the guy that had that finishing move that Benoit kind of like took or adopted yeah. told Benoit I was like. Don't do this. Do, he was in a wheelchair. Do not do this. This will destroy your back, your spine, your neck, everything. Do not use this as your finishing move. And he's like, the people want what the people want. And that was it. Yeah. God, dude. The Canadian Really crippler. sad stuff. Yeah. Really, really, really yeah, sad stuff. Yeah, cross-face crippler, dude. Yeah, I, I've actually watched, like, WWE. Like, there's, like, you find, like, little interviews when they're, like, at Comic-Con or something. There was a really good one. Someone, like, asked the question, hey, uh, it was, like, the CM I think it was CM Punk, Sheamus, and some other wrestler. And they were like, so how do you feel, like, why doesn't WWE promote Chris Benoit? Like, because they, like, banned him from the network. Like, they don't mention him. Yeah, you and can't he was removed from everything. The, the best answer, I think CM Punk said, he was like, uh, he's like, well, he was a great wrestler, but we can't promote somebody that did the atrocious things that he did. 
Like he was a great wrestler. That. I always, I always liked him. Yeah, I mean, separating the art from the <clears throat> artist, like we were talking probably before we were recording, like R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. Sure. Like I can watch a Chris Benoit match, and I'm like, and that's a really good of, match. Yeah. But then there's those moments you remember where he does when I watch him do a diving headbutt. Every time I watch it, I'm like, I like, I, I feel like a kid again because I'm like, Chris Benoit was a good wrestler. Yeah. And then you see the headbutt, and you just watch it, and you're like, that's bad it's like kind of watching chair shots to the Dude, you're, you're, you're watching you're yeah. you're watching something that probably caused what happened but you didn't know yeah, it at true. the time yeah and then you're like every time he does you're like oh my god yeah. i that was another one that probably contributed to what happened mm-hmm. i ride for those uh wrestling documentaries dude mm-hmm. holy shit rick flair's 30 for 30 mm-hmm. and the andre the giant joint like you should oh, check man. out dark side of the ring they go over like the Von oh Eric yeah i've seen they're all on youtube i saw I think the you yeah no them. god what's that guy's name um the guy that swung the chain that got killed by the other wrestler in like Puerto Rico. Uh, Bruiser Brody. Yeah. Oh, Such yeah. a cool story. Those dudes were wild. Yeah, wrestling. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Uh, uh, to be, uh, okay. There is personality. Uh, personality is definitely The Rock. Greatest wrestler of all time? Shawn Michaels. My dude. He's my favorite. And Sweet then I love, AJ, I love me some AJ Styles. Growing up, I would say, I don't even know who that is because I tapped out. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's like, he's like Shawn Michaels, but different like he's like really athletic growing up bret hart yeah and then looking back on it sean michaels mm-hmm. dude he made me want to wear a dangling earring for christ's sake <laughs> yeah i think i'm cute i know i'm sexy <laughs> think what? i'm cute and he well, sang his own music he sang his own fucking music i don't know who did that before there, there were probably a couple but i think the Freebirds. who's were got like that a there's a band. there's a comedian that's got a bit comparing he was like he was like how could you know how could people just give Michael Jackson their kid, but and he but his bits like. But I'll tell you what, Hulk Hogan could have done whatever the fuck he wanted to me when I was. Like, <laughs> 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 I think it's uh, Dan Soder. Dan Soder. Dan Soder. Super funny. There's yeah. actually speaking of wrestling doc. It's not really a wrestling. It's actually a free speech doc, but it's also it's about the uh, the Hulk Hogan Gawker. Uh, uh, it's a really oh, good, yeah. very, really, really good. The trial is actually changes everything. The trial is fucking bonkers. Did he win yeah. that? He won that. He did win that. Yeah, because I he, watched... he was wrong, but he was so, actually like still he shouldn't have so said and done anything. The but... thing, the thing that really that really shifted gears in the in the documentary covers is that all of a sudden he has more financial backing, and no one knows where it's coming from. And I don't want to ruin it because I think you should watch it. It's really good because it's very free speech. I've never seen and it's, that. it's it's it's, it's, it's it. all about that case, and then it kind of delves into other things. The best part of the documentary was Hulk Hogan's defense. Um, and when I say best, I mean who the fuck thought of this? It's That's insane. That's what he said. That wasn't that yes, wasn't exactly. Hulk Hogan. So basically, he's uh so, the, so there was the sex tape so that came out. Oh, it was Paul Terry. Is that what they did? Yeah, uh, Terry. No, Terry Balea. That's his name. That's I think his, he that's sep- his, yeah, that's he separated. His... He separated so, from genius. Terry Balea. So, so he's like, uh, so he basically is like, because th- there's like times of him doing interviews with Howard Stern talking about it was like a ten inch dick, and they're like, why? And he's basically just like, well, you said it here that it was this, and you're saying, and he goes, no, 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 that was Hulk Hogan's dick. I'm Terry Balea, so my dick is different I'm than eight. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And it's a. And I'm sitting there. Why? I'd rewind it a couple of times. Like I just misunderstood. Hogan's that. got a hog on him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, he does not. That, no, that, Hulk Hogan that's actually does. Think. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Hogan has, a has a hog. But Terry Balea is. But just Terry Balea has a, a has a penis that has been seen by many people. That's normal. Yeah. But 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 Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's where it gets really confusing. Yeah. The guy is asking him these questions, like, you know, what do you mean? Because he's like, but that's I'm 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 different. The Terry Balea that's in that videotape. That's who got. 
Because they were arguing, I think, that it was Hulk Hogan is a public figure and it's news. Sure. He's like, but Terry Bollea is the one that's in that video. And Terry Bollea is having sex, not Hulk Hogan. And everyone, I really had to rewind it a couple times because I couldn't understand. It's wild. You got We watch so many documentaries. Yeah, we do too. The crazy thing about 80s wrestlers. Hold on. I want to go back to his dick. Okay, okay. Talk about Hulk Hogan's dick. (laughs) We get back on the hog. The crazy. (laughs) Let's talk about what's important here. 80s wrestlers, so. You know what K? We know what kayfabe is. I know Ryan does. Do you know what kayfabe is, Joe? No. That is pretty much. So I am Hulk Hogan. That means in the eighties, kayfabe. You didn't break kayfabe. So if people saw you, you weren't Terry Blair. You were Hulk Hogan. Right. You sold your character. That's what yeah. wrecked that all these guys' lives. Really. Yeah. And the, that, like Iron Sheik, for example, like Hulk Hogan's Jake biggest advert. He is. They, they like like That's Iron, a hard one. Iron Sheik on Twitter. He is in his life since he's been a professional wrestler. He's never broken kayfabe. He's like he he calls people Bubba, you know. He he acts as his character, and he's still developing his character, even though he doesn't fucking wrestle. He tweets as the Iron Sheik. He doesn't tweet as his name. So like those style of wrestlers, I've realized, like they get mad with other characters, like now, like a present character. Like let's say Roman Reigns. Let's say he does something <coughs> that Roman Reigns wouldn't do, and it, it's it's publicized. Like he broke kayfabe, and they still find mild disrespect. Think of life. So kayfabe is like breaking character. Yeah. Think okay. think of life now as your life, but you have a character you can be, and just get away with that kind of shit. How yeah. sick so awesome. would that be? That'd be fun. That's why I started this podcast. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're talking to guiltless Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not married. Guiltless yeah. Joe. Yeah. Pete in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is you talking. Joe to your Joe's wife at home with, sleeping because he got his work dog tomorrow. out at Liquid after a Browns game. That's that was yeah. guiltless. Joe, get it? The podcast. Yeah. <laughs> guiltless Joe. Re- guiltless. guiltless Joe requested to see question? your breasts. Yeah. Why is it called guiltless? So the the thought process around it was that it's kind of like about guilty pleasures. Uh, uh, why feel guilty about it if you like it? So it, it was kind of like a, a play on that because we were all when we were starting it, we were joking around about guilty pleasures, like things you don't want to admit that you really really like. Yeah. And we kind of viewed it as that. It's like the, the guiltless Ooh, podcast. Like, don't worry about yeah. it. What's if, your guilty pleasures? Ah, fuck. Britney Spears, crazy. The song. Crazy. Mine is '90s like club dance music. EDM like, wow, or like techno. Time? You know you gonna be mine. That kind of stuff. <laughs> no. you're, you're, Fuck, I love it. I, I feel like your favorite song is Sandstorm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, no, <laughs> n- not techno. Dance pop hits oh, of the nineties. Okay, okay. So like, uh, like tainted love. Pump up the jams. No, that's eighties. Yeah, that's it. You're thinking nineties. Yeah. Nineties, yes, specifically nineties. Right. Uh, Technotronic. Like, like shit you would take ecstasy and dance to at in the like flats. Okay, the what is love? What is that? Hadaway. Yes. Hadaway. Yes. Okay, Hadaway. I just watched Night at the Roxbury not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I like that. Because also, I <clears> listened <throat> to, I've, I've read the lyrics of What is Love. And Baby, don't hurt It said no really, one anywhere. <laughs> they, they are the, I read them the There's one like time. Four no it's, just, it's just crippling depression. I'm like, holy shit, this guy was going through it. And again, <laughs> it's the beauty of music. You can write the, like, it's such a happy, like, you get with the song. But if you just read the lyrics, like, if they ever came out with an MTV Unplugged, of them doing that song acoustically, kind of like Take On Me by AHA. Like, I could see motherfuckers crying listening to that Just shit. carving their ex's names in their yeah. arms. <laughs> well, wait, why Black Hat? Why, why, where'd you get that name? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I like this. Sorry, like do you want to keep talking about I forgot we're no. doing an interview. <laughs> um, <but laughs> that that could have gone I told on forever. You, yeah, I totally would. Because I'm about sitting to... here thinking, like, what other songs yeah. are really fucked up that sound nice? I, I, am, I'm, I have to be so bad to interview because I just, like, it never comes full circle. But Black Cat, um, 
Patrick and I could not come up with a name for the, the shop. We originally were, I, I uh, suggested City Slang. I really like City Slang. It's an old punk rock song, uh, the Sonic Rendezvous band. And I was like, that's so cool, City Slang, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there was a breakdancing studio in the building called City Breaks or something at the time. Okay. And we were like, we can't be in a plaza with a place called City Breaks. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know? So, so you know, we just we couldn't we couldn't like come, we couldn't come to terms with a name. Or couldn't you? Or, yeah. or couldn't we? Yeah. Uh, the whole shop's just cardboard, just motherfuckers spinning on their heads in the yeah. corner. And shit. But no, you know, my wife suggested like you know something and something that little ampersand symbol, you know. But that's yeah. like too corny, Brooklyn. Um, so Patrick was like Black Cat. Um, I think we both have black cats, and it's just it, when I think black cat, I think of like tattoo culture, like rockabilly culture, which is very big and barbering, you know. Yeah. Um, and it just like rang. It was just like black cat, black cat. The more I said it, I was like, it's like salty dog saloon or something. Like like the marketing aspect of black cat is so it just sounds right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Black. The cat emblem's barbershop. cool though. I, it, I like the uh, the emblem because thank like, you. That, it, it, so it, I was so uh, I was so. Um, determined to get it the way I wanted it. Like, I, I saw the Firecracker logo. You know what I mean? Honestly, we could have just taken that and had that aggressive-ass screaming cat. But Pants Pantsley, okay, Pants, shout out. If you guys don't know Pants, he's the, uh, the best guy. Super funny. I wear them. Pants are okay. Sodded, I wear them. Sodded. Um, Guiltless Joe doesn't no, wear okay pants. pants. <laughs> o- okay Pants is like the, the sickest graphic designer in the city. He's man. really good. Yeah, and super funny, man. He's done some stand-up. Yeah, I know Super his buddies. Uh, uh, I I really I know him and Bill Squire. Yeah. are like well, he's buddies with T- Tony's. And actually, another Tony knows all these people. He told me. Yeah. about. that's how I actually came across P- him. Pants and I are old friends from uh, playing in bands. He was in a band called Atwood's End, and I did a band called Never Say Die at the oh. time. And he would bring us up to Cleveland all the time, and we would play. A lot of my network comes from that, from those years of my life of playing in bands and music and shit. So. Yeah. Pants is just he like we've just been friends for so long and I've seen his career just blossom and yeah he's and I a, knew he's, he was the guy I've never met him he's actually one that we'd actually like to have on too he would be he seems like a really cool killer. guy he's done a lot of different stuff yeah. and fun he's stuff. done a gang of podcasts too I can't even keep up with him but um he'd be killer for this yeah and he doesn't really seem like as much as he's doing as much he doesn't seem to take himself very seriously no, either. no he's a goon he's a he's a he's a Cleveland dude to the max you know like, yeah why well, <clears throat> the reason I not just asked about like the black hat but the emblem like the 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 symbol is that it's a thing that you almost kind of have to think about because you guys do apparel. I think it's a great idea too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love like Cleveland like apparel, totally. like from different shops, different bars, different yeah. places, everything. Like I have a Saucy Sun shirt. I bought one of your shirts. Nice, dude. You know, it's, I, I like that. I like the breweries, like the terrestrial. I love those. I have two terrestrial ones. I love their. Actually, does that okay pants? Do? I should. Does he design those? No. They're really cool. He's done the terrestrial brewery shirts are very very cool. I don't. No, I think actually I cut Ryan, the owner of Terrestrial. He told me their artist is a Carolina guy. Okay. I think he's just like an online relationship. But Pants has done truthfully like the coolest designs in the city. Like all the company, I can tell his work immediately. He does that kind of vector Photoshop like uh, yeah to a T, like high and dry killed high and dry. That oh, that's devil. right. Yeah, that's right. That's yep. right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. He didn't do Guardian. I wanted to say Guardian, but he didn't do that. Man, I'm blanking. That's so funny. But it, like, he's just. He's I, such I know a, he's done a lot. Like, he's such a dog. Tony and I are, are about to start <clears throat> he did another. Tony's uh, logo, the Oscar James. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Is this this is an older buddy? This, this is, is a... Roscoe. He's a uh, the one that sounds like a seventy God. pound tarantula. Is he part corgi? 
We honestly don't know. We got it when it. he was one. I'll kiss these guys on their mouths. I love them. <laughs> I Just love like it. Joe. I love a dog. <laughs> Guiltless Joe. Guiltless I, Joe. I love a dog, man. We have five dogs. I know. No, it's, I know. I remember you said it's that. A, it's the, uh, an irresponsible uh, amount of animals. But it's a lot of love yeah, on a good so day. It's so hard. It is. So, <laughs> dude, t- going back to the, to the quarantine, honest to God, dogs, bro. Dogs got me through quarantine because when my wife would be up my yeah. ass or my kid was making me want to, you know, Homer Simpson style shake him out, I would just go hang out with one of the dogs or like, we have so many dogs that they all have different personalities that yeah. like, God, it's just, it's great. Man. So yeah. we actually got the other one. Rudy is a, is only about a year and a half. So we, we got her because Roscoe's kind of getting up there. He's 10 years old and we wanted to, Hi. he's Hi. doing Hi. good and everything, but we want, you know, another Hi, dog friend. to kind of, you know, play around with him and kind of move him around a little bit. So, because he just lays there all, like he lay, like oh, I work yeah. and he just lays here all day. He's Can I say it. my favorite part about the dogs when they run down the stairs? R- uh, Rudy like sprints down. Like, oh, yeah. and then Roscoe is like, dum, didum, didum. Yeah. <laughs> Roscoe's like, I'll get there. Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Roscoe's like, I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. yeah. I'm coming. I'm coming. Patience yeah. is but a actually, virtue. I, I agree because we, when we got Rudy, she was not, yeah, he can't jump on oh, your lap. He's way too fat. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to pick him up and you're going to have to live with your legs. Leg <laughs> <laughs> live. Rudy will jump on your lap from here. She's very spry. But, like, we got her, and then the quarantine app because, like, she was, we had to pay some people to come walk them, and then uh, just, you know, she was young, you know, she, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. had to train. Then the quarantine happened, and now she's yeah. great because we, now, we spent, like, six straight months just home with her all the time. Who walks your dogs? Oh, it, well, it was a uh, social pause. Uh, 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 the, he's the, actually yeah. a dog walker, too. No, my wife is. My <laughs> oh, wife's my dog, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, since we met Savannah at social pause and we need a dog with them, though, like her. So they were doing it. And then, sadly, unfortunately, you yeah, know, for yeah. her, uh, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, we're home Same, all the time. Same, man. My wife, she went back to work probably like May-ish. But, yeah, it's not what it was. <clears throat> Again, Swiss Army knife. Swiss fucking army knife, everything. Actor, well, that's what I said at the beginning of it. He's got like five jobs, and I'm making done, done tattooing, obviously yeah. music, which I want to get into next. Yeah, the barbershop, and let's be cats. real, father and uh, husband is a full time gig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, full time punk rocker. Part-time yeah, let's get into. So I know you've been in music for a long. <laughs> I know you get into music for a long time. And you actually just recently got an album together. I did. Or yeah, an EP. dude. I, I'll tell you what, man. I have worked so hard this year on music. Yeah. Uh, because there's nothing else going on, man. You know, and and I, truthfully, I'm I, I will probably drink again. You know what I mean? When the time's right, it's me too. I yeah. will, but uh, <laughs> after, after this beer. But uh, no, you know, like th- I'd like to think this year I was so uh, I had like the creativity and just like uh, my drive was just through the roof, and I couldn't really do anything. So we just honed in on my band, you know, and I, I play with some really great guys. Dave from the barbershop played guitar in the band. <laughs> Um, great oh, barber, great guitar player. He's a ripper. Um, so we started a band called Last Gasp. Came out a year ago. Had a bunch of shows booked, and then the the pandemic hit, canceled everything. So we were kind of like, you know, just what do we do, right? Like, do you do you kind of just hold off to the world's right side up? Because playing hardcore music is like it's such a social thing, you know. People piling on, it's a live singing thing. on the mic. It's I'm, a very you know, live thing. Into, yeah. People's faces and shit. Like, it's just. You need that to kind of excel, I think, as a band. And without that, we just wrote and recorded and wrote and recorded. So this week, we put out a split record, which is when you split a vinyl with another band. And this band from Rochester, who's so sick, they're called Who Decides. Um, We ended up splitting a record with them. So that came out Friday. 
but we have a, a full-length record that's going to come out in 21 at some point that we recorded Thanksgiving. So we've always been one step ahead. Mm-hmm. Like when we have a record come out, we are working on another record. And it's just been nonstop. It's been well, really that cool. That kind of goes back to what we mentioned earlier. Like when everything kind of hit, some people hunker down and just say, oh, we'll just see what happens when this yeah. is done. And you <clears throat> you don't seem like a dude that can kind of just... No, no way. I mean, even to an extent, I think all of us can kind of chill out for a little while. But after a while, you just can't just sit there and do nothing. And you have to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need things that are like for Brian, if it's just writing jokes or... Which has been very talking difficult. about Brett, whatever. I don't know what else you do. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> at the be- the beginning of the pandemic, I was tapped, and I had songs to write, and I was tapped. Yeah, because it was just coronavirus and all these numbers and percentages being mm-hmm. shoved down your throat. Mm-hmm. That like it felt like, uh, how many songs can I write about a pandemic or quarantine? And that shit's got a it's time stamped. You know, it kinda, yeah. it'll get old. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure jokes with with this shit is right yeah like how six many months, mask, it, mask jokes can you fucking write and, and how many is everyone else writing too like sure. I can't, you can't be everyone's i mean everything's already been done but it's really rough just yeah. writing now because all the nor- the normals are different sure like nothing was ever normal but now it's like really not normal. yeah I've now we're to, adjusting to a normal I've been well now to it's a new normal yeah. yeah we have to things are things have permanently changed i don't know if we know exactly what things have permanently changed right. some i think we know for sure <clears throat> some we're not sure yeah. of uh, but they have, and they're, they're going. There's a lot that we know are going to change, and we're yeah. still not sure if some things are still up in the it's air. It's definitely no. changed my social perspectives. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I have grown to appreciate the downtime, where I am such a go 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 guy that like I have so much going on all the time. I like to bury myself with with projects and stuff. That uh, man, I really like. We put so much money into my house. You know, uh, I own a home in the Edgewater neighborhood, and like, you know, we put so much money into it. I want to enjoy it, and it's like. Just whether that's like watching TV with my family or playing games or something, you sure. know, or, or writing music, like just, you know, I, I've I've really been proactive with. That. What's your home address? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy's gonna say it. <laughs> Joe, what's this address for fan mail? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing but hate mail coming through yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I live in like around Edgewater, you know, and it's a uh, no. It's, I, I mean, wh- what? Who, who's gonna, you gonna steal my fucking bills? Like somebody, <laughs> my Amazon packages. There, but... We probably have one person that listens to this. That's like, yeah, I want them to say the wrong thing. Yeah, I'm gonna get that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get I get a couple guy. messages every once in a while. Maybe really? from. Uh, we used to do. We've done a couple incel episodes, and I've gotten some. We've we've had a couple incel wow. back and forth. I, I like how someone gets mad that you're talking about incels. You're like, okay, I'm talking about you. <laughs> it's you just so, outed yourself. Well, it's funny, like, and you can still see it. It's actually on YouTube. Um, the 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 comments are on YouTube, and it's actually a uh, this guy was like, I think you guys have the wrong idea about incels, and then he would proceed to prove our point about incels. <laughs> He's like, I think you guys have the wrong idea. We just haven't had sex, and women are all liars and whores. Like, yeah. That's kind of what we talked you're about. Like, okay. You've changed my mind. Yeah, Never you mind. Take, you know what? You're better. So sorry. Send me the link to your fucking chat room, dick yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's. For, for wow. the most part, we had one that uh, argued. About, I don't even remember what it was. It's it's rare, but people always will have something to complain about. That's why yeah. I, I don't really sweat too much about. I mean, there's a couple of things that we've said That's today, the internet, dude. People are gonna be pissed. Sure, right? there's a couple of things yeah. we said today that I'm sure somebody can take incorrectly. Oh, but sure. I think at the end of the day, that it's it's if anything that we said today was offensive, the the the, the it's clearly a joke. It wasn't. I think the intention. I, no, there are sometimes I think you can definitely cross the line whether your intention was or not. But I, I don't know. For me, I don't really kind of sweat that because I don't no. think I. It's just a waste Dude, of time. Dude, how corny is it to have to worry to live life worrying about everything that you say and do? And clearly, look, man, like you, you know, you're not going to go out and 
you know, bash some someone for their sexual preference or the color of their skin. That's ignorant, you know. I wasn't raised that way, but like, but just having to like tiptoe around. And this is I'm saying this as like a band member too, I guess. Like, like this the cancel culture thing. It's just so wild to me. Like, yeah. it makes me not want to be on social media at all. It's hard because sometimes, sometimes, do people weird. deserve it at times? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. but then it gets it gets pushed to good. God. Then you just a lot of the time. It is someone that is a piece of shit. Should I feel bad? But then the other time, it's someone that just, you know, they're looking to attack somebody. Yo, again, Remix to Ignition was a dope track. Yeah. Can I, do I feel bad about listening to it? Not really. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I don't, you know, like. Okay. I believe I can fly. Write that down. R. Kelly apologist. Yeah. Yeah, but if he's that enthusiast, yeah. Barber, R. Kelly, Barber. <laughs> no, yeah. he's clearly scum of the world. But you do got to yell at somebody if they're playing R. Kelly at the shop. You're like, hey, shut it my down. Rules? Don't shut be an down. asshole. Guys, wait to, <laughs> There's wait a neon no R. Kelly in the yeah. <laughs> But it's a, uh, it's a sell lemonade. I don't know. It, it also, it's it's going to depend on. I, I understand it's a slippery slope. I avoid it. But I also yeah. don't. I, I'm not going to get caught up in it. If sure. someone were to reach out to me and say, "You said this." And I was offended by it. My response would be, "Sorry, you're offended, but I'm not sorry because yeah. I mean, I'm. If you explain to me why what I said was horribly insensitive, and you think I was personally attacking you, fine, we'll have that discussion. Yeah. But if you really think that I woke up and I decided to have this episode and have this guest and have this podcast and put it out there so I could offend you, if anything, you are super fucking conceited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Social you know, it's just, weirdo. it's, it's, I, I'm, jokes, man. Tell yeah. me jokes or tell me nothing, truly. I, and jokes can't be bad. A lot of jokes are bad. The funniest yeah. people I've ever seen have the worst jokes. It does seem like, it does seem like comedians get a pass. I've noticed from doing stand up, I learned quite a bit of things. No comedian's a normal person. Yeah. They're genuinely fuck up. All of us are insane. Maniacs. Some, not uh, horrible but, but people. But a lot but... of comedians get a pass with some colorful shit. And yeah. I think that that is interesting. It varies. It, it definitely does vary. I remember, uh, because a lot of them don't. Like I, I, I got just, shit. I got shit on Twitter a couple months ago. Yeah. A couple oh yeah. Times, and you're, well, you're uh, you, Brian's active on Twitter on social and media, it, I, so he's probably even a larger target only because there's more content for people to scrutinize. Yeah. It does seem like Twitter, out of all the social media, is probably is. the most uh, aggressively I, I the most. PC. People are, you know where I think people, people are, get the biggest passes on Facebook. I think they're all just like people say a on, lot of fucked up shit on Facebook. It's all. It I is. think people are just like, eh, if you're on Facebook, you're probably garbage anyway, so we're not going to bother. Yeah, <laughs> I've dis- my goal this year is uh, last year was quit drinking for a year. I did that. I'm not a big goal guy, truly, but since I did that, I was like, oh, maybe I'll try this. This year, it's I. I am not going to be on my personal social medias as much because yeah. I just don't fucking care. I just don't care. I want to promote my band in the shop. You know what I mean? But like. Like, my niece's daughter just sent me a friend request, yeah. and she's, like, very young. And it's like, this is so weird. Yeah. Like, I don't watch what I say on Facebook. Like, it, like what is that? Yeah. My, uh, you know what I mean? My, uh, my, my niece sent my uh, my wife a, uh, what was it? Maybe for, a, like, Snapchat. Like, she'll send my wife Snapchats. <laughs> my wife's like, I mean, they're harmless and dumb, but... Why is she sending me? I'm 37. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, there's, there's, there's what am I gonna barriers. like it and it's gonna like go viral? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because from a kid, it's like that's cute. And I like know. you know, it's just like you're like oh, like look at my hair scrunchy today. But like from your perspective, you're like, I don't want to see your fucking hair scrunchy. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> I used to be really. We have a gas bill. <laughs> I, I used to love Snapchat because I am 26. So when Snapchat came out, I was in high school. 
that was the time because you just like uh, like dumb face and everything. Yeah, has been out that long. But, yeah, probably like 2012, 20. 2010. I never Snapchatted. No, I, I was big on. I'm trying kid. to bring MySpace back. The older I yeah. get, the older I get, I'm like this is kind of weird. I don't want yeah. people knowing all this. I shit. I only got on Instagram, true story, to to like stalk gawk my wife because she was modeling, and I'm, oh. I was super jealous at the time. You're freaking out because I'm I'm like a I'm like a weird like mutant. And yeah. my wife is like this total smoke. Well, show. you're an artist. There's, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I consider myself an artist for poop jokes. So yeah, we're all yeah, you're crazy. We're uh, a little yeah, yeah, between yeah. secure musician tattoo. Yeah, I think you qualify yeah, as artist. I, 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 and your I, wife's a model. I'd Deal say with I'm it. an artist in certain aspects here. But, yeah. Uh, um, I get but that. I, you know I, what I mean? So I got on. I'm like, I gotta like see what is going on with this because you're posting, you know, nanny pictures and like old men are like nice nannies, and I would just comment and be like, yeah, those are mine. <laughs> those are my nannies. You hey, fucking. First you, of now all, I don't give a I've already said it multiple shit. times. When guiltless Joe comments, that's not really Joe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Terry. Yeah. Just one more time here. <laughs> But if you could give us her handle, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's like uh, internet, I don't know, internet famous on Instagram. She she was I can't believe I'm talking about this. Um, early about early it. in Instagram when like uh, I guess like a lot of people didn't have Instagram. It was like kind of like coming up. She had like crazy followers, like fourteen thousand followers because yeah. she's a total fox um, and used it for like modeling purposes, right? So. Yeah. It's crazy to see what Instagram's become now. Now we're, you know, we're married. We've got, you know, she posts, she's a dog walker. She's obsessed with animals. So that shit's a lot less of like what she's posting in her feed. So she's, you see a lot of people ditching out and, you know, they want to see, people want to see. <laughs> bitching out. Ditching out. But, you know, people want to see, you know, like model pics and stuff. But, sure. But it's crazy to see what people have done. People have legit careers with that many followers. You can get yeah. like yeah. free shit all it's, the time. It's nutty. You know, the. It's um, nutty, dude. Instagram's actually the only one that I really, I, I do like. That. I like Instagram. I like, because it's Instagram. just, it's pictures. I really <laughs> That's like. My problem. Stories some, are fun. Love some it. people post really awesome, like, like places that they've been. Yeah. I'm, I mean, that's actually driven us to like, uh, like to go try restaurants or bars sure. we haven't been oh, to yeah. places we yeah. haven't been you see like, deals discounts and shit amazing. Love it. I, yeah. I really like i do like it yeah i never got into twitter um if i do send one it's really 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 i don't rare. understand twitter still as a 35 year old male adult male <laughs> i just don't truly like i i got it to promote my band and i like have five like I have such little followers, it doesn't even matter. We have like 50. I'm I'm posting like, I'm not, I don't get it. I I don't, you know, I don't hashtag or link anybody. I just post what I think. I love Twitter. Yeah. But I also hate it. Twitter for comedians seems like the move, though. Yeah, it's so I think easy. You, I, I, I think tweet, you guys have to. I tweet something. I, I, I delete a lot of tweets because I'm like, oh, this is funny. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's not that funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you sober up, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say the drunk tweet. Like, yeah. I'll write something. Like, I think I tweeted I think I tweeted yesterday. I was very nervous to tweet it. It was, uh, it's probably for the best that kids these days don't know who Jared Fogel is. At first, I was like, that might be too fucked up. And then I was like, yeah, it's Twitter. <laughs> I'm attacking funny. a pedophile. Dude, jokes, it's okay. Yeah. Dude. I think that's funny. Yeah, because it's probably it is for the best. Like, imagine if kids like, "Hey, who's that Jared Fogel guy?" And like, "Honey, is that the subway guy?" Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. Subway he's guy. a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> what was he doing? That was actually the like. I think it, he might have been one of the child porn pics. He guy. was trying. I don't know if they caught him, but he was well, watching. He was watching. Yeah, Sucks. He's a really yeah. nice guy. What? I don't know. <laughs> okay, pants. No, because he had big pants. No, oh, yeah. not, not in similarity with okay pants. No, he uh, actually, Jared Fogel is okay pants. Is no, I don't know. 
<laughs> no, I, I he writes fan mail. Yeah. He's like, I don't support what you did, but that, I, I, I have pants that too. Was a, uh, that was a. At the end of the day, it was kind of like kind of a funny one. Not obviously what he did, but it's the amount of time and money that Subway invested in this guy, Dude. and to find out he's a yeah. pile of shit. Because mm-hmm. that guy bread. really, I mean, he, he was Subway. He became a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. That. He started off as Subway, <laughs> then he ended up as Ronald McDonald. A clown. <laughs> yeah, you heard it from me. He's Damn. a clown. Clown shoes. Yep. Yeah. Fit a sub in those shoes. Totally I was like, all I can I was think like is Ronald McDonald a pedophile? No, can I uh, piss? All I can think about is pissing right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't see I, why not. I ran up and pit. Okay, everyone's peed. And we're back. And we're I back. I peed earlier, and I didn't, like, You're, I tried to make it, I just ran upstairs. You should make like, your guests just wear, like, adult diapers and just go so you don't fuck up the flow. <laughs> yeah, that's a really oh, good Oh, it's idea. cool. You're allowed to. Or we get uh, one of those. We literally will leave in the middle of the podcast and just, like, signal one, like, keep it going. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Your I didn't house, even signal that time. I your house smells pants. of delicious smoked meat. Is your wife making some uh, pulled pork? Probably, or yes. So what we do, and actually we kind of started getting into this during, obviously, like 2020, is just uh, make it a whole bunch of food at the beginning of the week. So we have, uh, we always have like just like a big pile of like turkey bacon, uh, hard-boiled eggs. Um, there's also these like, she makes these like turkey kind of like spinach patties. That way I always have food in the fridge. Sure. So I can always just run upstairs and just eat something really quick. Smart. As opposed to just, you know. Snacking all day and shit. Yeah. You want to know another uh, fun fact about Ryan Hardwick? Yes. I'm a vegan. Oh, no shit. So that actually offends me. Oh, you're a Cleveland no. vegan. <laughs> I didn't know you were a like, vegan, and uh, I don't care that it offends you. Are you actually vegan? Yeah. I will, yeah. I will yeah. eat a Baconator in front of you. I, look, dude, look, I'm a shitty vegan. I'm wearing leather Chuck Taylors right How now. How long have you been a vegan? I've done it on and off since I was like 15. But this past run, I did, I've did. i probably been vegan for five or six years. Yeah. No shit. That's, yeah. a, that's a task. So you've you know, been it's, consistently? Because really you said on it, and off, because really. I've on and off been sober for like a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? No, I, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I was, you. I was real influenced by uh, this band called Earth Crisis that was like super vegan. And uh, and I did it because you're a kid and you don't know any better. And you're like, yeah, I'm these guys. I do what they do. And I did it. And I did it for a long time. And then, uh, I don't know, you know, like touring and shit. You get tired of eating apples and fries and shit. So I started eating meats. Went vegan again. And then I started working at the Greenhouse Tavern, which is known for their delicious meats, right? Like yeah. chicken oh, meats, yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. I worked there for a couple of years. Awesome time. Awesome time for me. But uh, the chef, John Sawyer, actually kind of... It kind of talked me into eating meat again, but I, I understood it because to be a true fan of food, um, I don't know if I feel this way now, but back then I did. It was like I felt like uh, there's so much more you can do with animal proteins that it was like, yeah. And I had to try it to work there. You know what I mean? To, yeah. So I could have a point of sale for to be good at your job. Yeah, exactly. How did how did you how did you like feel like w- when you were vegan versus eat? Did you notice a difference or? It's been so long that now I don't. To be totally honest, um, but I, I I grew up with bad skin, man. You know, I'm super pale, pale English skin. But uh, you know, I would I, I would just get gnarly breakouts and yeah. up still to this day. Like we were talking about the masony shit, but um, cutting dairy out of my diet was a huge effect on that. Like it's not yeah. half as bad. Really? And uh, I you know people are like, oh, I have so much more energy and stuff. But like I I don't know if I can tell that anymore. You know I. Well, the, there, there's other factors too that can contribute to whether or not you have a lot, like stress, sure, uh, uh, your 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 physical routine. Yeah, so yeah. I I work out five days a week. Like my wife and I are we're like gym rats, and hell yeah, I've, that's I've, good. I've, I've done that forever. I mean, I, I was working out, you know, even like partying super hard, eating meat, not eating meat. 
I truthfully do probably get little protein, like not little, but less than I should. You know what I mean for like an active lifestyle. But uh, yeah. but we do okay, man. You know I'm healthy. I'm lean. I'm th- I'll be 36, and I I still wear the same size pants I wore in like high school, dude. Yeah, it's gonna, it's <laughs> crazy. It's gonna be one of those. Uh, especially as you get older, you kind of have to make some sure some changes. Because same thing, like there'll be times where just no matter what I eat, I'm gonna feel bad. Afterwards. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, there's just some things like I'll have. But I obviously when I I'm done I'm just like well I'm, yeah of course I feel bad why did I think I wasn't going to I, yeah. I like to think like look at I've never cared about again like aging or anything I was always like you know live fast die young kind of guy is what it is but as you get older with responsibilities having kids it's like I, I kind of want to be around for a while so I, <laughs> yeah I poisoned yeah. myself for so long with such shit I would love to be I, vegan uh, but. I love chicken nuggets. You ever tried it? Chicken nuggets? Uh, I love chicken nuggets. Really? I love pulled pork. Chicken wings was tough because I that, fuck with See, that's wings. mine. Pepperoni. So my wife is a vegetarian. Has been for is it what? vegetarian. Oh wow! For nine years probably. Nice. Which is amazing because she makes really Long good time. like yeah. wings and shit. Yeah. For someone that doesn't eat meat, she's that's fucking great makes, at it. Yeah, makes them for you, but just restrains. Yeah, but uh, yeah. like I'm not like a huge meat eater, um, but wings and bacon are actually mine. Wings. Especially is mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would that would be the hardest. I used to love wings, dude. We had wing night every week with the boys back in the Do day. Do they have vegan wings? Yeah, oh yeah. Are they there, good? So here's I've, the thing. I've come across some that are pretty yeah. good. There is an alternate for everything now. Everything, yeah. dude. Is it good for you? Probably not. It's all fucking processed and made in uh, like equipment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's all soy and. I mean, the like, term is fake meat, and it's yeah. fake for a reason. It's yeah. not real. It, it, yeah. So, like, we really do try to stay away from some of that stuff. But like, yo, that Impossible Meat and those burgers are tight. So, like, uh, you know, we'll have one every other week or something. You know, yeah. I don't try to crutch on that shit, but it's nice time to time. Some yeah. I've come like uh, let's see, uh, I don't know if it's still around, but Earth Bistro had some really good. Yo. I mess with Earth Beast. <laughs> really, really good. <laughs> that place is great. Yeah. That place is really, really good. They, the they, most... have, they have a they, they have vegan I live right uh, chicken strips or something there. like that. Yeah, uh, I've, uh, never, I've never been. I've only heard good things. Real, the food's really it's good. It's really good, dude. It's um, these two I do like, like human brothers. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think they know how to run a restaurant. Like, you'll call and they'll be like, hello. You're like, Earth Bistro? They're like, yes. It's like, okay, I'll have this. Oh, that's right. We're open. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, they're that's like, right. We're open today. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you never know. Their hours are always different. It's real wacky, but the food it bangs. It's, they're the Duck Island of restaurants. Yeah, the you can go Island. after hours and, yeah. The, but there's a couple, like some I can't, like a uh, um, uh, Cleveland Vegan on Detroit, they have a, uh, a sausage gravy like for breakfast. Yeah. I can't tell the difference. Mushroom it's gravy, really yeah. good. Cleveland Vegan's okay. Yeah, it is. I've only I, been I there two like, or three times. It's I, not. I, I like it, but I've only had a couple of yeah. things. I love cauliflower. I favorite vegetable. I favorite like, vegetable. That's one. That's the thing I've realized. A lot of vegans and vegetarians. That is love. a versatile vegetable, mm-hmm. man. That's actually what we switch when we make pizzas at home. It's cauliflower. Cauliflower crust. crust. You can yeah. jalapeno cauliflower, yeah. like little like jalapeno cauliflower. Mix them up. Oh, Bomb. like well, yeah, like cauliflower wings, right? Yeah, yeah. That shit's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cauliflower yeah. Oh, French fries. One of the best things to have on any menu, anytime we see it, we get it, is buffalo cauliflower. Yo, yeah. it's, it's so good. Yeah. You, have, you have cauliflower. I'm gonna. It's either gnocchi or gnocchi. Yeah, yeah, gnocchi. Oh, yeah, cauliflower the, uh, gnocchi. potato pasta joint. Yeah, a lot they of have uh, those at Trader Joe's. I saw it on. Twitter, oh, I get those. Yeah, and we I have bought them, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. We have them upstairs. We always have. For the pizzas that we make at home, it's cauliflower crust. Yeah. We have cauliflower gnocchi. It's Better just, for you. There are little, uh, just little things you can't. I can't really tell. I the like difference. to. Uh, we slice up a head of cauliflower, yeah. and I'll like, um, like I'll saute it, or I'll, I'll, you know, put a bunch of sriracha and like vegan butter on it, and then we'll grill them on a like a cauliflower oh, steak. Dude, yes. it rules. Cali- Get it crisp on it, and it's firm. You know what I mean? It doesn't cook like spongy. It's yeah. oh, it's oh that, that's an adult. I don't know. Kids are like, I like cauliflower. It's like I had to grow 
and learn as a person to then meet cauliflower in my life. It's so yeah. good. I'm in love with cauliflower. New relationship a bit. with cauliflower. Yeah, but I had cauliflower. I've always liked it. Yeah, yeah. I, I your had... pronunciation of cauliflower yeah. is bothering me. Cauliflower. <laughs> How is it? Cauliflower. Cauliflower. A... Cauliflower. You're cauliflower. putting a lot of emphasis emphasis in the I middle. I put too much. I'm you're, getting your Puerto Rican is showing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm getting a. Uh... <laughs> I'm getting. I don't even know what that means. I used to. I used to have a speech impediment. Like, do you call kid. it a telephone? Yeah, a telephone. <laughs> telephone. Telephone. <laughs> I, I used to have a speech impediment. Mi amor. When I was a kid, like I'd be like wabbits. Like, That's cute as shit. Yeah, it is, but not when you're 27 and bald. Get your ass stolen talking like that. I gotta. I but I. Unless real, you're Elmer it Fudd. Came back. It's coming back, and I looked it up. Really? And yeah, I looked it up because uh, I because Google's always right, and Google's like yeah, Google like machine. it's probably like there's a traumatic like it it only it comes back if like there's like drugs or like like brain oh. trauma and I was like you I lost don't some really oxygen to your brain so now you're like yeah I have a speech impediment yeah again. so yeah. it's like slowly coming back because I I went to school like a year. Like pre, my preschool was just my family. Like some lady forcing me how to say rabbit again, again. Yeah, <laughs> my my family's from the south, so I I definitely have like a bit of a like I I just pronounce things different too. Like I would yeah. say like the name Jen, I just say Jen. I thought it was all the same. Yeah, Jen liquor is Jen the person. Jen or like yeah, like my wife's always like dude. Like my mom calls me Ran. She's my like Ran. Yeah, Ran. It's southern but, uh, hospitality. Yeah, sound. it is, man. Yeah. You just pick up that shit, I think. Yeah. Know. Joe, what are yours? My you're, you're nothing. The, I speak properly. Inflection. Oh, okay. Is that what that would be called? <laughs> inflection. Uh, the emphasis. The, the, <clears throat> the <throat> syllables you put the emphasis on. Um, yeah. yeah, you pretty much talk normal. I do like I don't, create. Oh, well, well, the one we were talking about, like South versus North, obviously, like the pop and soda thing. Like, I have cousins in North Carolina. They could not fathom why we would call it pop. Okay, or water. You, People from Pennsylvania say water. They do say water. Fucks water. me off, man. I don't like it. I, I met a lot of people in college that were from Pittsburgh, like from Pennsylvania, and they would be like, "They want some water." And I'm like, what the "Fuck, are you talking yeah. about? Grow up." Water. I like people from Boston. Like, yeah, I want a water. I like, I, yeah, Boston's I a tough accent. I, I want a I love, up, but I, I, I don't care. I, I'll, I've been to Boston several times. Every by the end of the weekend, I'm just like, "Where's my fucking debit card?" I, I got a fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I got Dude, a fucking battled water. My <laughs> mother-in-law does that shit when we travel abroad. Like we, I, we got married in Italy, which is a whole nother story too. Oh wow! But like, she hey. can't help but talk to people the way they talk to her. Yeah. So they would, she would be like, you know, like, uh, it'd be like, oh, like ciao or buongiorno with the like emphasis, and she'd be like, buongiorno. No, I'll have the you know like like uh, Barolo. <laughs> like, I, I do that sometimes. Oh, like, it's cool. so cringy. I'm like, I do that sometimes like, where yeah. I match someone's enthusiasm yeah. for no reason. Yeah, everyone does that. Yeah, Un- unless you're a dick. Dicks don't do that because they're like, I don't like the way I talk the way talking. I talk. Brett, yeah, I got talk. it. I didn't like Tyson. I talk to you the way I want to talk to you. Huh? You start talking someone's to like, how like was that? your morning? Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, it was great. Yeah, you know it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I'm just like, I just I have to match this enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually gonna start talking to people as Mike Tyson, like from now on. I'm like, hey, you don't like it? Turn off your station. I, I think he's a pretty good one. I think Come you need to me. alternate between Tyson and Thomas. Thomas. Brett Thomas. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, Mike Tyson. See, you're pretty cool. Thanks, Brett. I'll beat your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just toggle back and don't yeah. tell anyone why. What just, a champion Brett is. What a, what Brett a is a fucking warrior. I will say the <laughs> the last live show we did was at Funkinship. And Brett, I think headlined or was no no he's right before he was the second headline like the feature he did, act. He did like fifteen. He I, he was the one that had the most where people came up to me after and said he was really funny. He's got to be like Mitch Hedberg kind of very thing much. Like. Yeah, he uh, a lot of people came up. I remember texting him like, 
because even when he texts me back, I read it the way he sounds. But like, thanks. I was like, hey man, just thought you should know. Like two, three people this week have said that guy was really funny. He was like, thanks. Even though he texted it, I read it the way that he sounded. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. thanks, that means a lot. I'm like, I can tell. I have a funny Brett story. So he did hilarities. Uh, he did a guest spot of hilarities probably like two months ago. And I guess he had a really good set. Like he got a he got a he got a applause break during one of his jokes. Nice. And he told me about it. I'm like, oh that's dude, that's fucking awesome. Like I'm a little jealous, but like I'm happy for you. And, <laughs> Mainly and he's jealous. like, yeah, the booker, he's like, yeah, the booker keeps like making jokes that like he keeps calling me, uh, he keeps calling me applause break. And I was like, you shouldn't, you should, you should just be happy you got an applause break. <laughs> but again, it's a comedian. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, they keep calling me applause break. What's an applause break? On. That's just like, like yeah, I'm like, and then boogers came out, and everyone's like. <laughs> The joke killed so much that it was like it was, like it was not just yeah. laughter. It was then started clapping because so, they liked it so much. I don't much. know if Brett actually took in how awesome that is. I think he took it in, and now he's making jokes about it. I'm like, you need to appreciate that shit because I'm fucking jealous, motherfucker. <laughs> I wanted to get that, oh, but I'm comedy. so happy for him. Just break your spirit and make you feel like God among men. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So we're nine minutes away from kickoff, or 19 minutes away. Sports. Browns and Chiefs. Back to athletics, because okay. we're all super who, athletic people. Who? You're not a real sports person. I don't know dick about shit. Who do you got? You know, the, the Chiefs have a really good. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded awesome. Um, I don't know dick about you're shit. You're charismatic. Charismatic. <laughs> um, you know, okay, so... It, and I, I truly mean this. I know zero about what's going on. <laughs> you know I know, I know, uh, I know Baker Mayfield. I know oh, his God. name. Um, but I will say, last week in the barbershop, so many people came through doubting the Browns, saying like they don't got, they don't stand a chance against Pittsburgh. They don't stand a chance. That when they won, I was like, yo. I, this is not a joke. I was having coitus with my wife, and we yeah. heard fireworks, and I go, the Browns won. Yeah, I was like the Browns one. That's the only thing that could that could happen. But you uh, can feel the vibe of the city. Yeah, <clears throat> but this week people are optimistic. I think everybody's like they got nothing to lose, right? Like yeah, like they're going in. They they're just playing for fun at this point. Where the Chiefs have a lot to lose, and they I guess to my understanding have not played in a while. They haven't. Correct? Yeah, they had a bye. No, they have not. Which also we <clears throat> beat the Steelers. We barely beat their backups. So we barely beat their backups uh, in the last week of the season. Then we played them next week, and all their starters that had a week off. Yeah, they like ben, Big Ben showed it. So beat them Chiefs twice. are in the same situation. Browns have like in sports. Browns have everything. In sports to win and here. art, like if you know music, like you go on tour, you do a couple shows, you get that momentum. Oh yeah, Browns you, might and, have the best momentum right. in recent memory for most teams. For like, sure, I don't like may, maybe the other team is probably the Indians in twenty. That's really true because you almost start functioning like you like comparing it to tour or even gigs. I, I never really gigged in a row like uh, comedian wise, but on tour, you know, your first night is going to be rusty, right? You, no matter how much you practice, you're getting used to it. Second night is better. Third night's better. Fourth night, you're you're a unit. Yeah, like you almost are telepathic. Sure. You're, you're, yeah, you it's, know you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you're like I got this. You, it's it really is like a team thing, and yeah. so that's I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Browns. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go Browns. I man. think the Browns. I mean, even if they lose, even if the Browns lose, I'm not what are, disappointed what are they, uh, or mad. They're playing against uh, the Super Bowl. Champs, what's the, the Vegas uh, odds right now? I, I mean, think they oh. got the Browns down ten. Yeah. Which is the? It's with, kind of a lot, right? Yeah, but I, I mean, Vegas is wrong all the time. 
Dude, <laughs> no, I'm okay. The guys, also, yeah. the guys across from me at the shop, my partner and this guy Joe I was talking about, are such sports guys. Yeah. They just all day sports, 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 especially right now because they're amped. That it's like, God damn, dude, talk about anything else. But, yo, something this big for the city, I back it. Get behind. It's yeah. like that Machine Gun Kelly guy. I Do I Kills. like him? No. Do I, su- do I support him in Cleveland Kills. when he does? Absolutely. Absolutely. Kills. Also, unrelated, <laughs> I'm bummed out for you that uh, you were having coitus with your wife, heard fireworks, and didn't think it was for it, you. It, uh, I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> didn't it, think the fireworks were because of what you were doing. I yeah. think it made me go harder. <laughs> harder. Oh, <laughs> Kills. I felt like Francis Scott Key. I was like, <laughs> I felt like I, I was like, hold on, I need to write an anthem. <laughs> that motherfucker Turns wrote out. the <laughs> national anthem in a fucking boat. <laughs> Compared the national anthem right into your sector. Yeah, it was crazy yeah. though. It was. I was like, um, at first, I was like, he's living in Cleveland. You go guns. This is wild. Uh, but then it keeps going on, and then you're like, oh shit, the Browns won. It was about, cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's. So let's. Browns, so plug. Too. So where can uh, address of your your shop? I want to make sure we can find uh, it. You know, we book appointments online. Blackcatbarbershop.com. Sure. It's stupid easy. It takes I'm a minute. I'm booking one. They're open 24 seven. We do it all, even for the bald guys. We cut. Uh, we have two stylists who are awesome. Who, that girl you said, Iron Wing. Um, she's that's Native American. She's her I name's Iron Wing. Just she's fucking legit. go for that. Jesus right, Christ. she's Native American. <laughs> she's awesome. But uh, we have two stylists, her and Justine. So we do it all. Cut. You know, the ladies. We could literally do it all. So just book an appointment. We got best barbershop this year. Super cool. Band shout um, out too. Band I, shout yeah, outs. Sure. Last gasp. It's uh, on Instagram at last dot gasp. Um, it's hardcore. If you like fast, aggressive punk rock about, you know, political issues and the world or my crippling sadness, yeah. <laughs> listen to it. It's pretty tight. If you like Beastie Boys. I am going to tell out. jokes. I'm going to tell jokes again, I think. I've decided. I'm you taking, should. I, I like that. <laughs> We're going to do it. I, I've got... If you can do like a four-minute set just I, on Terry Bollea's penis. I can't. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a tight seven, man. i got yeah. a tight seven that I... I if I can get it back to uh, Flow and I would totally do it. I'd like to. I want to do it with Jimmy. Out. I never got to actually uh, go up when Jimmy Graham performed, and I want to do it when he yeah. goes. Well, like, let's start kind of mapping some of that shit out. This should be you a better say, year for everybody. Yeah. You know, start doing some of those things. Maybe pop into this guy's LVT sets. I'd love to. Yep. Yeah. I, I'll, you know, I'll kill some of them demons. My, uh, <laughs> my brain fart of yeah. last time. But. Yeah. I've been to two comedy shows, not to drag on, but since this, it seems like comedy is one thing that you can still kind of it's do. picking up uh, it's it's it's, it's hilarious it's pretty much hilarities in cleveland funny stop in akron and then lvt on wednesdays wow <laughs> but i mean I, it but that, that's good it is actually yeah. i went seen, to winchester yeah. and winchester for, uh, and, and there was one other person and my wife and i and i felt terrible for the comedians mm-hmm. but it was cool because they just riffed and uh i saw a guy named brendan error that night dude Murdered. Brendan Iyer, yeah, I performed Iyer. with him and Lorraine. Murdered. He so funny. He is. He okay. So real. Before we get off, there's a real quick story with him. Hit it. He would be better saying it, but I'm just gonna quickly say it. So he was on that uh, Adam uh, Adam Devine, the guy from Workaholics. He yeah. had he had a house party show on Comedy oh, Central whoa, tour. A bunch God. of comedians. I went right to Maroon Five. What's yeah, that guy's name? Adam Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Yeah. Oh, Adam, Adam Devine. Devine. Oh, from Workaholics. Devine. Yeah, that yeah. Guy's, yeah, he's funny. Workaholics so he, is awesome. The Dirk guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a. So, <laughs> Dirk. Show's fucking great. So, yeah, so he has he had a show on Comedy Central to where it, you know it was just like he he hosted the comedy uh, a house party. It was you know that's whatever and it was a stage. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So I guess um, he uh, 
Brandon was uh, Brandon. That the one time they went to Hawaii for like the third season. Shit. And um, they end up like all the comics got booked and everything. They're hanging out. There's one comic they don't know who he is. I think it's I forgot his name, but they're like, oh yeah, what are you like? Like they're pretty much going on a resort for like a week and doing this fucking comedy show. And he's like, oh yeah, how'd you? They don't know him. They're like, oh yeah, what are you? He's like, oh, I'm a comedian. They're like, what's your name? And it's like, let's say Joshua Jackson or something. They booked the wrong Joshua J. They booked the wrong guy. The guy the from same Dawson's name. Creek? This guy's been doing comedy for like six months. <laughs> and he's like performing with them. And they're all like, oh shit, I guess he eats a dick or something. He was just an open micer that they booked the wrong... Comedy <gasps> oh Central God. booked the wrong guy. And it's on fucking... It's still in the episode. <laughs> I love that, dude. Like, it's so funny. That, how amped is that guy? Yeah. Six months, he's like, I'm a dog. Yeah. Comedy fucking... That guy's like, hit you up. this is fucking easy. That, that's how I felt. That's how I felt three gigs in. I go, I'm going to have a Netflix special uh-huh. here, I swear to God. Yeah. Reality hits. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. I'm going to be bombing for a while. That's so funny. I ate a dick last night. I was like, God fucking Did damn. you really? What's yeah, it wasn't fun. <clears throat> I got really drunk. I'm hungover. Ooh. That's why I started drinking. I couldn't imagine bit. doing it with a wet brain, dude. <sighs> Too much to remember, man. Yeah, well, I didn't know that I was fucking going up. I went up first. I didn't know. So I was like, it shouldn't be a big deal. But I was like, hey, who's, where's the, I asked Jimmy. I was with Jimmy Graham. Oh, uh. I really don't remember that much. I got real, like, I, I don't like doing that. So I definitely. La- okay, last thing about comedy. I'll tell you real quick about your night when I did uh, Village Idiot. Um. Everyone before me, I, I was like seven or eight. Everyone before me was terrible, dude. Uh-huh. Terrible, man. And I was just like, God, I'm gonna fucking murder. I'm gonna murder. And then I think you bumped a guy that killed at like he was he was like at Winchester or something. He just came out and just ended up going right before me. So, dude, the whole lead up for me sitting watching these comedians, I go, This is terrible. I'm gonna kill. Yeah. The dude right before me, whole room laughing, mm-hmm. crying, laughing. He had a Mortal Kombat joke about pulling a spine out of a girl's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> I, and like, and he did the that. he did the do 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 do, and he was like doing f- like eat out face it like it's it was wild, but yeah. like everybody was just losing their mind how like inappropriate and f- like funny it was. Yeah. And then I go up and I go, hey, I had jokes, I was gassed to do, but like that guy was funny, like oh, you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. it just like the whole my whole just like I, momentum. I, I'm sorry that, that no, no, no that I, sucks. Well, cause... I understand that that happens. That was a thing that I did not know as a newbie. Yeah, it's people weird. get bumped. It's weird. I the don't like bumping, but some like it's like if the audience is so this is like an insider thing. If the audience isn't liking it, if the audience isn't liking what's going on, there's got to be some kind of change. Someone, yeah. No. So like I saw him, I was like, hey man, the audience is dead. Yeah. Can yeah. you go up? Yeah, he like, kills. Like I, I want all the performers to do well, but sometimes it's like there's nothing you like. If, if you want a good show, you want the audience to have a good time, and you do anything to get the audience to have a good right. time. So I'm like, dude, just go up next. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah. And so then he went up next and he killed. And it's weird because if there was enough, like, like you didn't have that much experience. Sure. You know, uh, and it, which sucks because like if I go up after someone kills, I kind of try to coast off the momentum and then sure, I build yeah, yeah, myself yeah. up. And then it's like still solid. But for like someone that's new doing right. it, it's very that's difficult. That's the like factor, the fraction of it, right? The yeah. like knowing the, yeah. Anyway. It's rough. But <clears throat> no, yeah, do comedy more. I'm going to do it. I am. You hear it. I'm, I'm I'm gonna work on it. I no, I'd it. like that. I'd like to see that. And Johnny's uh, a comedy too. No, fuck that. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I've I've learned that from because so, so you mentioned a while ago about you were like kind of like the the, the funnier guy like in, in yeah. your friends oh, yeah. and I have some experience with that. I'm not saying I'm a funny yeah, guy, no, no, yeah. but I, I'm I can say funny things like off the cuff. I can't 
plan something that's going sure. to be funny. And I think that's the biggest difference. Like, and I, I remember I, so many people have come up to me after the live shows we've done, like friends of mine. What like, are you gonna do it? Like, you know what? I think I can do that. I'm like, let me tell you right now, you fucking Bro, can't try. do that. Yeah, you're not yeah. funny to me ever. You're certainly not gonna be funny to strangers. You're yeah, not a, I'm a, and I'm, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not, but I, I think that it's downplayed. How easy that is because oh, it's God, funny to so take hard. to make an off the cuff joke <laughs> that a lot of people laugh at while you're having beers with your friends. But when you get up there with strangers and you have to plan in advance something, good guy, it's 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 the it's the so timing, personal. the way you say yeah. it, the inflection, it, like those are all factors. Yeah, and it's, I don't think people understand on that. On a and stage, I've with always band, said no. On a stage with a band, you share that burden with six people, right? You got and it's like, well, if, you know, we suck. Right, like I, I know with the band behind me, I'll go. I've been playing in bands for so long. I'm not saying I'm fucking a, a king ruler of it, but I've been doing it for so long that I can read a crowd that way. I'll yeah. go out, fucking cock strong, flick off the whole crowd, know that I'm gonna be like the wildest dude in the room, yeah. and people are gonna watch me do it. But like when you walk up there and it's just dead silent, Mike, you're the only one on the stage. <sighs> like that's a takes a takes a glutton for it's, punishment to want to put yeah. yourself in It's there. a personality trait. Yeah, it, it really is. Because yeah. some people can turn that off. Like you were talking about how like, you know, you saw somebody that was killing in front of a audience of four. That's a factor. Mm. You know, because someone will walk up to him like, oh, I don't want to do comedy in front of four fucking people. I want to do it in front of a hundred. Yeah, yeah. We all do. We all want to play. Right, right, right. You got to build towards We that. all want <laughs> our band to play in front of 200 people and oh, not yeah. five. But that's just, that's the gut check of yep. it. Is you have to, that's where I think you kind of get, you, check. you separate kind of the, 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 the people that want to do it versus the people that like the idea. Of it. Yeah, man. Yeah. My opinion. Take it. Hell Yeah. But yeah, so all right, definitely everyone check out Black Hat Barbershop if you guys need a good haircut and you want a cool place to have it done and brag and kind of seem cool in front of your friends because that's why I went. <laughs> uh, it really is a great place. I, I I'm not just saying that. Thank uh, you. I it's really it's a it's a place that. that's got personality. It's a place that's got it's just a cool place. It honestly feels like you're getting a haircut while you're hanging out. Um, that's a vibe, man. Yeah, it's cool definitely to hear. check out Ryan on social media. Check out his band. Check out his music. <clears throat> Even if you're not into it. It, the, the, that type of music, it's good to kind of just, again, to support the Cleveland stuff and people that are from the area that will do the same for you. It doesn't suck. I'll say, like, if, you, if you're if you hip to punk rock and hear it, I don't think you would be like, this is... What's your yeah. favorite punk? What's your favorite, what, are, what are your favorite bands? Ooh, man. <clears throat> my favorite bands. Uh, off the top of my head, I would say Dead Boys, Cleveland Punk Rock, um, Stooges. Love the Stooges. Oh, I'm a Stooges my, my favorite band... My favorite band, current band, is a band called Shame from UK. It's just like weird post-punk stuff, real artsy. But the band Refused from Sweden are at the drive-in. Love those bands. Uh, I actually just got into Dead Boys in the last month. Oh, wow. I found them on a... The, the way that I come across music now is usually on a movie or a TV show. Sure. And I heard Dead Boys on... Probably Sonic Reducer. Oh, uh, what was the show I was watching? Oh, you know what? It was that show. I think it was that show Kingdom. It's actually a show about oh, fighting. Oh, get out. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's where I heard wow. it. But that's where I actually come across new music right. now. Is because I have like maybe four or five bands that I always follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and always will. But then new music, I don't really come across it. I come across it on movies and music and just that's why I've always thought Shazam is the greatest app that's ever been oh, created. Oh, dude, it's great. Yeah, just yeah. hit that and like, oh <laughs> shit. And it was Dead Boys. This has um, been such a good episode, and I thought we were ending, and then we kept talking, <laughs> and I've been holding in pee, and I can't stop like laughing out of pain. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, so where'd you grow up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sandstone like, I'm, I'm like, capital. I love this the conversation world. then i'm like the stream <laughs> i'm looking at my water
water bottle. I'm Sandstone like, So how the are the Amherst Comets going to be yeah. there? <laughs> <laughs> now, this was like, awesome. I, 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 There's so many great. more stories. We didn't even get to the reality TV thing. Oh, fuck. We can, we can get back. My, my wife's uh, not. Honestly, my wife's you're still. coming back. You're coming honestly, back. <laughs> honestly, like, there's a couple guests we have that... Like it's it's like for someone yeah, we want to pee. have everyone back for someone that wants to pee you sure just, are talking a lot yeah just to <laughs> hang out so yeah totally. we've actually had me, a couple yeah, you know, yeah. I, I will like we've talked about like uh, we're gonna go like super guest heavy this year we just like cool. we we've just met so many cool people recently in terms sure, of man. just uh, it's fun to have on that are doing cool things and at the same time do what we did here today which is talk about what you're doing with Black Hat, talk about music, talk about your background, and then just bullshit in between. It's the Which best. a lot of it... it it's It makes it uncomfortable. Uh, it doesn't make it an uncomfortable thing. You yeah. know, it's just dudes hanging out. I love it. It's yeah. Great. Yeah, so we'll talk... Like, I mean, I'll see I'm glad you switched it. I thought you, at the end of like two hours and 20 minutes, you're like, I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have been uncomfortable. <laughs> but... Uh, but definitely, yeah, no. definitely check out Black Hat. Hell yeah! And you'll be um, yeah. We'll we'll all we'll all just we're find gonna do topic. this again because we'll, you'll I, come back shoot shit with let's us. Do it. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to do this again. So <laughs> my personal IG is at Hardwick Forever. Hell yeah! I didn't follow, follow you. Shit. I just followed you. Oh yeah. my dude. And Black Hat. Tight. Uh, follow Brian if you're not easily offended or just you know want to be turned on. <laughs> if you like booger jokes, hit me up. Follow me if uh, you don't leave your house and watch a lot of TV. Yeah. And like edibles. <laughs> you got, I do Egg love them so much. Yeah, Smoke weed every right. day. Thanks, everybody. Gang. Go Browns. Gang, gang.